This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome to the show, everybody, for this Monday. And today is April the 11th. Thanks for joining us. We've got plenty coming up, including a true crime report that we'll get to later on the show. We'll find out about random facts. We're going to have phone calls from you, the listener, uh, via the neckline for sure, but also I want to make sure you've got the studio line. Give us a call uh, anytime we're doing a contest or anytime you want to talk about something. You can bring up the topic uh, however you want to do it. Use the KLAQ studio line. That's 915-910-4995. Again, in El Paso, 915-910-4995 to put a call in to the Buzz Adams Morning Show. All right, fresh back from the weekend. Hopefully everybody is uh, rested and ready to tear into this week's five shows in a row. In a row. Let me remind you that this week, the cash code is back. KLAQ is here to help you get money up to $10,000. And all you need to be doing is listening to the Q cash code, which you're going to hear 10 times a day starting in the 8 o'clock hour. About 8.15 is when we'll give the first cash code keyword. And then for 10 hours, a different keyword every hour at about a quarter past. The more you collect and the more you enter the greater your chances of winning. Every day we have a $2,000 winner. So you could be a daily winner or you might go for the big box and $10,000. So be listening at approximately 15 minutes past the hour. Starting at 8.15 when we do it first, we'll tell you a cast code keyword. You want to take that keyword and enter it in on the KLAQ mobile app. Win cash up to $10,000. $10,000? Plus, there's a daily winner of $2,000 Monday through Friday on 95.5 KLAQ with the cash code keyword. All right, let's find out uh, what's going on uh, for the show today. First of all, did anybody want to report back anything from the weekend? Did you do anything? Did you go to any other... Uh, City's 800 miles away to get a puppy, Nico. No, not this weekend. No, this weekend I <laughs> stayed in town. Uh, I had a comedy contest, which I got to be a judge in, which was amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. fun. Uh, and uh, Adam Dominguez is back in town. He was the host. Uh, you know, favorite son of El Paso comedy. Okay, good. <laughs> Adam okay. visiting or back yeah. to stay? No, vis- just visiting for the All right. So, yeah. I got a lot of sleep. I'm happy. You got, I'm you happy did, today. You did yeah. get a lot of sleep. Yeah. Right? Can you tell? That's amazing. No dark eyes, circles. No, under but your they eyes. look a little less puffy. You know, I'll take your word on that. I would have to see a side by side. Look how photographic spiffy Nico consp- looks today. Oh, do you look spiffy? Get up. Let me see what you got. I'm on. not gonna get up for you Let and twirl your like your ensemble. Turn Walk around. over that way. Give us a turn. No. Okay. Give me a little. Come on. All right. Jeans and a shirt that has a collar and buttons on it. Nice. Very professional. (laughs) Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. 
Joanna, what do we have coming up on entertainment news this week? Well, the Academy has spoken. Will Smith is banned from the Oscars for the next 10 years. The ban also includes all other Academy events. Not but he gets all. to keep his Oscar. He gets to keep his Oscar. He can still, be, from my understanding, is he can still be nominated yes. for Academy Awards. And he he can, can still, still win. win. Yes. He just can't pick it up himself. He can still go to the after parties at the Olympics. At the, uh, the Olympics. The, uh, the Olympics. Yeah. I'm sure he could go to those, but the Oscars. You know, those after parties. He could still go to a lot of the stuff outside the grueling four hours that you have to sit there uh, at the Academy Awards. So uh, Tiger Woods competed in the Masters, his first tournament back. He did not... Uh, he did not finish near the top. In fact, he was well off the leaderboard. I believe he finished at 13 strokes over par, but still, it was encouraging, and Tiger has said that he fully intends to play in the British Open, which is the next tournament uh, coming up. That must make you happy. Yeah, I think anybody who's a fan of golf is happy to see Tiger playing in as many tournaments as possible. <laughs> Texans Scotty Scheffler won the uh, the Masters tournament. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. The yeah. Sheffers? The Chefmeister. The Chefferino. <laughs> the Chef Boy RD. You know, <laughs> Scotty Scheffler was the winner of, of the Masters on Sunday. <laughs> Joanna, what do we have? Did we talk about entertainment news? We did, didn't we? You had the- oh, God. We did. It's a Monday. I see you didn't get well enough sleep. Did you sleep well? No, no, no. A lot of trouble sleeping this weekend. Yeah. But I'll, oh, I'll bounce hey, back did you ever get your prescription filled? Well, who, what are, are you what, talking to Buzz? Yeah. About his uh, sleeping medicine? Yeah. I remember that was an issue. For a while, know, but yeah. For a while. Yeah. I don't know how, how long ago are you talking yeah, it was about. It a couple it. weeks. You, you had, you'd been without it for like a I, day or two. No, no, I've, I've got it refilled since then. But Joanna, he, he can't go more than a couple of days without the, because you won't sleep at all without yeah, your. He was really I, bad at that time. To say I won't sleep at all would be an exaggeration. I might get in two and a half or three very unrestful hours right. Not without it. Nothing that oh, no. helped you feel more yeah, probably energetic. What's heading us off in news today, Nico? Uh, well, this weekend, Boris Johnson visited Ukraine and walked down the streets of Kiev defiantly with Vladimir Zelensky. Uh, really showing how much Britain is supporting Ukraine, and um, it was just a, a very interesting sight to see. How could they guarantee his safety? I mean, it's one thing when you, uh, somebody, a foreign leader comes over, or a president or prime minister, you know, and you have that area cordoned off, but under most circumstances, they're not lobbing ordinances. Exactly. I have no idea how their they security system let them. Safety. At any second, some type of rocket could have landed in Kiev. Well, hadn't they kind of pulled away, pulled out they of have. the area surrounding Kiev? They have. Uh, they have now. But still. They have now focused their attention on the east of Ukraine. Russia is gearing up for another offensive in the Donbass region. Is there, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up? on the show today. I know that's your news headlines, but usually you have some kind of quirky offbeat story. But thank you. I do have quirky offbeat stories, don't I? <laughs> uh, a new poll is showing most dog owners insist they can read their pets' minds. Over 75% of dog owners insist that they can read their dog's mind and understand what they want at any given moment. Hmm. 70%. That would, you know, it's kind of, it would help somebody think that the fact that the dog can't say that's not what I was asking for 
Like you might, your dog might be wagging his tail and you give him a treat, but what he really wanted was water. Nope. He's not going to contradict you. 70% of people think their dog also understands them. I think there's a little bit of truth to that. I think a dog is a lot better at picking up on your sign, like your nonverbal cues than anything else. I'm not going to lie. I, I used to spend time in Buzz's backyard with his two dogs, and I would just be hanging out there. Uh-huh. And after a couple hours, I would start uh-huh. to think, I can talk to you. <laughs> I can talk to you, Jerry. Sparky, come to me. And if you could find some way to get them to inhale the smoke, they might start thinking they could talk back to you. Give it enough time and an enclosed enough space, I'm sure you could have them thinking all kinds of things, too. Dogs and, and their owners are so in tune with one another that 70% of owners say that they have the same personalities. Would you say you have the same personality as Jerry or Sparky? I mean, if I didn't have to go to work, would I like to just lay around all day and Sleep. take it easy? And, yeah. Yeah. I'm totally in, in line with People that. People say dog personalities go like, the, they're called like the guardian, the family dog, the class clown, the watchdog, the independent thinker, the social butterfly. I, I don't know. I just have a puppy now, so I really am into all this dog news. <laughs> I see happy a, National Pet Day to oh, you and, and your happy new puppy. Happy National Pet Day to you. Yeah. And to old penthouse pets, too. They often <laughs> get forgotten. Those I don't are, even know uh, if that's in publication anymore. Those are naked women, right? I would say my dogs are pretty, are pretty laid back. They are. Which other, I think suits your personality very much. Other than if somebody leaves the gate open, and then that's when they go wildy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as just like being around, they seem pretty chillaxed. Almost uh, anybody who comes over, they don't really bark too much at. You know, they're pretty good with new people. Yeah, they're good with other dogs. They sleep a lot. Nobody could ever bring a cat over. Mm-mm. They're like a car- They're like cartoon dogs. <laughs> like I always thought the thing was kind of a stereotype. Like dogs really hate cats. These guys get incensed. It's like they're outraged. It's like a cat killed their parents or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> They've got like Batman <laughs> level revenge. Yeah, they just hate cats. And then Joanna was showing us a picture of her uh, cat Penny as a as a oh kitten. Oh my god, adorable. isn't she adorable? Uh, she looked like Slade Wilson. Uh, Wait, were you showing that uh, to us because you're doing an article about uh, <laughs> pet no. day, National Pet Day? No. Okay. I was looking through my phone because I thought I had you know entertainment news. And you just found your pictures and I found of a picture of Penny uh-huh. instead. That's funny. Out of the uh, NFL, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins died this weekend. He was hit and killed by a dump truck uh, on a highway in Florida. He was only 24 years old. Oh my God! Not a, not a ton was known about the incident, or isn't yet public. ESPN's Adam Schefter said Haskins stopped along the side of the highway got out of his vehicle possibly because he ran out of gas and he was trying to cross the highway when he was struck and killed by the dump truck. This happened early Saturday morning. Dwayne Haskins was drafted out of Ohio State in 2019 by the Washington Commanders but released after two seasons. He was in Florida training for what would have been his second season as the Steelers. So, um, you know, really sad news that that oh, would happen tragic. to such a young guy with with so much ahead, you know, so much going on for him. And, um, you know, it's just really shocking when you hear about somebody that age being killed in such a random way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
All right, we've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to try and cover everything, so stick with us. Every, you know, our goal is always for everybody to learn something mm-hmm. that you didn't know before. So we'll see if we're able to make that happen. Buzz, you know, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, did you watch your shows on Friday? Severance. Severance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you uh, enjoy it as much as you said you were? Do I say that I enjoy it, or do I say that I'm compelled to watch it? Because there's a difference. Oh, really? Not, okay. Yeah. I th- you know, you haven't, you have not given us the difference. I thought you just love this show, uh, Severance. Yeah, because you talk about it a lot. I have to. They, they're very, very good at making you feel like I need to find out what's going to happen <laughs> next. They're really good at leaving it on a cliffhanger. But I'm not sure I like it. It's on. I don't know if enjoy. Like I, I get very agitated. Also, makes me think about. You know, just our relationship with work, which is kind of what it's all about. <laughs> like, like, are we all victims of corporate mentality? Um, so it's a very challenging show. It's on Apple Plus mm-hmm. called Severance. It's got Adam Scott, who played Ben Wyatt on Parks and Recreation. And it's only occasionally funny. For the most part, it's very existential. Um, I'm just curious. Yeah. I like knowing what you're watching. What everybody's I definitely, up to. I definitely uh, you know, go home first thing on Friday, tune right into that, even before going over to the Masters. <laughs> um, we've got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, we'll have today and sound clips on the way shortly, and a whole bunch more headed your way. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Classic rock band Foreigner is performing tonight at the Abraham Chavez Theater. We gave away the tickets that we had last week but it's not out of the question that there might be some more tickets coming up last minute I don't know that there are but there could be but Foreigner tonight at the Abraham Chavez Theater you're a you're a pretty uh, big Foreigner fan right I've been waiting for a girl like you no I just thought because you were so hot blooded mm-hmm. hey Check it and see. <laughs> Got a fever of 103. Yeah. You know, uh, Joanna, uh, all Buzz ever wants is is to know what love is. I want to know what love is. I can, see that, yeah. Yeah. can you tell? I yeah. want you to show me. <laughs> I know them all. You're not going to stump me. No? Double vision, you name it, man. Well, it, it wouldn't feel like, like the first time. Feels like the first time. Nice. Uh, we'll see if we have some more tickets to give away as the dog as the day goes on. No, that was yesterday. What? Well, that's another song. Never mind. All right. Uh, I thought you knew that one. Doing great. Lady Gaga's <laughs> dog walker is deeply concerned. Oh my god! Because the guy who shot him was mistakenly released from prison. It says here on some kind of technicality, but it sounds like the technicality was they let him go when he wasn't supposed to be let go. And I guess when this was written yesterday, they still hadn't found him. Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot in the dog napping. The dogs were eventually returned to Lady Gaga, but this guy uh Took off and has been kind of like living out of his van by choice. The dog walker, that is. A doctor has said, oh, by the way, they've got another thing. i got to play this for you, where they say that the Simpsons predicted a pop culture moment. Oh, okay. They're saying that Simpsons eerily predicted the Oscar slap from 
Will Smith. Uh, interesting. Okay. But let me tell you about this. First of all, a doctor said, if you haven't caught COVID yet, you clearly have no friends. <laughs> <gasps> this was... Okay, so it's in South Korea, so it's the other side of the planet, but a doctor in South Korea is catching some heat after he tweeted that anyone who hasn't caught COVID clearly doesn't have any friends. Um, he's not just a doctor. He's also the vice president of the Korean Vaccine Society. Nice. So people thought it was weird. He'd make fun instead of giving the vaccines credit. Plus, most people who've avoided friends the last two years did it because they were told to, not because they wanted to. He True. This doctor in South Korea claims people just took it the wrong way, and all he meant was it's hard to avoid the virus if you enjoy being around people. Well, yeah, that would be true, but I'm sure that uh, the medical establishment in South Korea was telling people what the medical establishment in every responsible country was, which was to uh, socially distance and mm -hmm. minimize congregating with friends. All right, so here is the... Um, clip that they're saying the Simpsons predicted the Oscar slap. So it's an episode where they're visiting Broadway and they're turning all these movies from the 90s into Broadway musicals. And look at the two back-to-back -back movies that Marge sees on the marquee. You ready? Alright. Alright, here goes. Uh... Oh my god. No way. I can't see. It's hard. You, I can't make it any bigger because it's a TikTok. And they're confined to that little space, I guess. Buzz doesn't know how to <laughs> enlarge it. There you go, buddy. So anyway, it's got a back-to-back -back trailer for G.I. Jane and then right into Men in Black. So That's what hilarious. Are, what are the chances uh -huh. of that happening, huh? You know... Actually pretty good. I actually... <laughs> I was going to bring this up earlier. I think the Buzz Adams Morning Show predicted something of its own. Okay. Fort Bliss is letting the general public in. Are they? Yeah. Is that real? That is real. Fort Bliss goes open to the general public. <gasps> Do you think it's because we complained? I think last it might week? be. I don't think we were complaining. <laughs> we were taking calls from people who were saying, hey, it's really tough being an Uber Eats deliverer or an Uber driver on base because they make you get a pass. And if you don't have the pass, you got to go through a whole process. And As of April 4th, 2022, those who are not affiliated with Fort Bliss will be able to obtain a 12 month recreational pass. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of, the timing is very, very Weird, right? There. Yeah. Because we were talking about, you know, I, part of the conversation was, I know there's a theater over there, and sometimes it's showing a movie at the time that I want to go see it, but I don't even bother because it's on it's base, on and place, yeah. I know that it's going to be, a, you know, a hassle. So maybe that, there is a chance, I think, that somebody heard what we were talking about. So well, that's going to be my Uber article. Uber drivers who were calling in complaining. That's yeah. a good article. Yeah. 
This is a story about a man whose hair was falling out, Nico oh, and no, Joanna. Nico. I'm not. Oh. I'm not. No, it's not and Joanna. Nico. Okay. I mean, I had COVID. So, hey, can yeah. men have alopecia? Like, if a guy's bald, yeah. can he be like, I have I alopecia? Think, yeah. You can't well, make fun of me. No, because yeah. alopecia doesn't just affect your head hair. It affects all your hair, including, like, eyebrows, eyelashes, um, armpits. This guy said that he gave up washing his hair. He quit using shampoo and conditioner six years ago, and he says his hair quit falling out once he gave up all that stuff. Nick Coetzee. It must be oily as hell. Nick Coetzee was still a student when he began experiencing what millions of men live in fear of the loss of hair. Right, Buzz? Mm -hmm. (laughs) His hairline was receding and strands of hair began falling out. Got to the point where he said, and he was still in college at this time, Clumps of hair would start falling on my clothing, and I'd take an extra shirt to class because I knew that my clothes would be covered in hair by the end of the first lesson. Uh, Nick, uh, this guy Nick Coatsy, hit on the idea that hair loss might have something or might be worsened by all the chemicals and gunk you put on your hair. So he simply stopped washing his hair. Oh, my God. That's such, like, a huge movement on TikTok right now. Hashtag. Hashtag. No poo movement. No poo. As in no shampoo. I yeah. think there's going to be other people who click on that hashtag who are there for different reasons. They're like, wait a minute. This is about shampoo. I, I'm here because I'm constipated. <laughs> the, the no well, poo movement. If you listen to this guy, Nick, who does have a you know a pretty cool set of l- hair. He has a mane. Yeah. It's like a lion's mane. Surprisingly, <laughs> my hair got a lot healthier. And I've now found that there's an entire movement around it. It's mm-hmm. called the hashtag no poo movement. I'm he said that he was in. on the cutting edge of this and wasn't even aware because he started doing it six years ago. I quit buying shampoo. I'll just use soap. <laughs> I read somewhere that the soap that you use uh-huh. in the shower is going to... Anything that's a soap is going to do basically the same thing for your hair. Nico, if you thought it would do any good... Would you give up shampooing your hair? If I thought it did any good, yes, absolutely. Well, isn't this ample evidence for you? There's a guy on TikTok who There's says it works. There's so many people on TikTok who do this, like, no washing hair movement, and they're saying it's because the shampoos are full of, like, chemicals that could actually make you lose your hair. They <laughs> still they still shower their hair, though, right? right. It's just they putting the, wet, ke- yeah. the chemicals and the shampoo on it that they're not doing. So if you're thinking about doing it, just think about it long and hard. Also, I'm not even sure since you got a haircut last week, you have enough hair to not wash it. <laughs> like if you were to shampoo your hair, I you think washed, at this point though, right? that was that's true. I, I do wash, yeah. I shampoo um, this. You shampoo that? It, there's still hair on my head. And it gets it still oily. It needs to be clean. Yeah. But. Yeah, there's hair on your head in the same way there's some hair on my arms, but I don't shampoo my arms is what I'm saying. But you you wash hair. those Shut arms, up. right? <laughs> Yeah, and you, soap, I hope you wash right? your arms with soap. Yeah, sure. Every once okay. in a while. Okay. I'm glad we are you going to are you going to look into this more? Okay, n- maybe I'll just say this. <laughs> maybe most people who follow trends are, are stupid and uh, yeah. don't know the reason for what whatever they're doing. Wash I'll, your hair, hippie. Yeah, the just, reason you're doing it is because TikTok. You saw it on TikTok because of the chemicals. Well, tell me what chemicals. I mean, mo- most people diazepine. What? I don't know. I just threw, told you mm, chemical. I, I bet it's in there. 
that's not even like Buzz. You can't just start shouting. A charismatic atheriosis is another one that could possibly be in. There. <laughs> Check them out. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. And I've got uh, three random facts on the way, bringing back uh, a morning show staple and oh, delivering yeah. nice. three random facts to you. So we've got that coming up in just a few minutes. Here's a preview of what's on Loudwire Nights. Starting at uh, 7 o'clock, Tony starts off with three songs from the album you voted Nirvana's best. So that was the question. Which was Nirvana's best album? And we're going to play three songs off of that album that was voted. Then Klaus Meina of the Scorpions comes on the show. And he's going to be Tony's guest tonight on Loudwire Nights. He's going to share how the band stays creative and enthusiastic after all this, all these years. Klaus Meina also shares a very personal story about a song he's most proud of, how it was inspired by a walk in Russia and why the song is once again timely as a message of hope. I'll bet it's wind of change. I bet that's what it's going to be. Because <laughs> it talks about walking through Gorky Park. Uh, Gorky Park. Yeah. Uh, Klaus Meina, special guest on Loudwire Nights starting at 7 o'clock tonight, playing all the rock that matters nightly. It's Loudwire Nights tonight on 95.5 KLAQ. We've got cash galore, including the $10,000 you could win just by entering those cash codes when you hear them starting at 8.15 this morning. We're going to have the first KLAQ cash code, and then we're going to have one every hour for the following 10 hours. It's going to be about 15 past, somewhere in that range. Uh, Enter the codes on the KLAQ mobile app. The more codes you enter, the greater your chance of having your name drawn. Every day we've got $2,000 winners, and you could also win $10,000. Get the cash codes every hour, enter them on the KLAQ mobile app or klaq.com, and you could be a, a winner just as easy as that. Also, they've drawn already for the $10,000 Improve Your Home giveaway. Oh, Yesterday was the okay. deadline for that. I'm not sure if they're going to have us announce the winner or if they're going to do it another time. Separately. I'm just kind of I'm playing it by ear this morning, waiting for instructions. But a lot of people, uh, hundreds, in fact, sent in photos of home improvements that they need, a uh, little bio about themselves, what they want to do in the way of home improvement, and how $10,000 would help that out. And thanks to GECU and our Town Square Media fam- uh, family of stations, somebody is going to win that $10,000. So can't wait to find out uh, who that's going to be. Coming up uh, later, we're going to have a true crime report this morning. So we got that on the way. Expect some high winds today. Looking for those winds up in the Mm -hmm. 20 mile, 25 mile an hour range. And then again tomorrow. And then by the time we hit Wednesday, slack off a little bit. We're still going to have winds on Wednesday, 15 miles an hour, but it's going to, Lighten up and be a lot nicer. Fingers crossed on this, of course, for the weekend, for the Easter weekend. It's Easter this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it is. Do we get off Friday? I, we technically do, I think. Is Good Friday a good, good reason for me to drive to Colorado? <laughs> you have New Mexico. New Mexico is like right there, dude. He's like, no, nah, don't trust it yet, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
feel like there's a lot of heat on. <laughs> <laughs> Nico's going to give us more details about these uh, new visitor rules that they have at uh, Fort Bliss that are apparently going to make it much, much easier for people to go on base, go to a movie, go to some of the restaurants, That's go right. to the Irish bar that they got at Freedom Crossing. I'm not sure they have it anymore. You're not, not sure it's there, but... It's yeah. been so long. It's been a long time. Yeah, exactly, and, Joanna. And now I'm just wondering, since we talked about... We didn't bring it up. It was a caller who brought it up and was saying, hey, I'm an Uber driver, and I may not continue to take Uber calls from Fort Bliss because you have to sign in, and then that's a big process. Hassle. So anyway, we were talking about it, and then there's a pretty major change in some of their visitor and guest policy at Fort Bliss. I just wonder if if we had anything uh, to do with it, you know? I, I say, yeah. We didn't make any demands. We didn't call anybody. So maybe they just heard it and said, yeah, maybe it would be better. Wouldn't that be people, cool? Yeah, <laughs> maybe be because cool. of this dumb show. <laughs> 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 Are you ready for your random facts for the day? Let's Hell do yeah. it. All right. Got all these uh, random facts. All of them are uh, guaranteed to be accurate. Got them sourced and everything else. So let's begin with random fact number one. Random fact number one. The average person loses 100 hairs per day. <gasps> Uh-oh, Nico, oh you got God. one day left. <laughs> That's messed up. Could that could that be accurate that the average person loses 100 hairs per day? Uh, yeah. I've heard that, yeah. You're catching up to me, Buzz. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. There have been You've some... had the, th the same thinning widow's peak forever. Yeah. Okay. Since my freshman year in college, for sure. Somebody said, you have a widow's peak, and I had to look it up, what it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, I do. At one point, were you ever concerned, like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my hair? Right then and there. <laughs> yeah. Just when somebody had pointed out. I was like, oh, I can see what's going to happen. The peak part is going to keep pushing back, and I'm going to eventually be left with that lonely island of hair on top of my head. But mm -hmm. <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, random fact number two. Th this is hard to believe, but the source here is Forbes. Forbes reported this. Okay. They're pretty credible. Approximately 80% of NFL players go broke within three years of retirement. Don't they make hundreds of thousands of dollars? I think the league minimum is probably 750000 to a million and a half. Like if you're playing in the NFL. Per season? Yeah, per season. Wow. Um, but yes, Forbes says that approximately 80% of NFL players go broke within three years of retirement. And uh, random fact number three is something I think a lot of people may be suspected, but there are all there are actually crime statistics across the country that back up this. Random fact number th three: Police around the U.S. make a surprisingly high number of trips to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> so we're talking about places where they have Chuck E. Cheese. Police say because of fights between adults. <laughs> In fact, in a lot of cities, there are more fights reported at Chuck E. Cheese than any other restaurant in town. And no that's way. considering they don't serve alcohol. <laughs> Chuckie's doesn't serve alcohol? No. Peter Piper, Peter does. Piper does. Peter Piper does. And they don't have the same problems. Exactly. That's hilarious. So there's a theory about this. Okay. And the theory is that people are more likely to fight at a Chuck E. Cheese because their biological instinct 
to protect their kids kicks in. So I guess if there's anything there, somebody's ready to throw down because their kids are present and they, which is okay. Kind of doesn't make sense because if you get in a scuffle or any kind of fight, I would say your kids are in eminently more danger right. of being They're around more that danger. than if you chose not to fight. But you can ask around in parts of the country where they have Chuck E. Cheese, the police know Chuck E. Cheese usually gets more calls than any <laughs> other restaurant. We used to have like a segment dedicated just to Chuck E. Cheese fights. I think we called it Chuck E. Cheese Hell, didn't we? I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Gorilla Radio from Rage Against the Machine on the Buzz Adams Morning Show. And when I asked Joanna, hey, put in a song, I just need a little extra time. She does not play around. She does not. She goes That's right. my moment. She goes right for the rage, man. Well, it reflects how she feels on the inside, really. <laughs> you feel like a renegade of funk today. Lisa, jo- Lisa, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <gasps> my bad. Slip of the tongue. Oh, you miss Lisa. I don't miss anybody. She was here this past weekend. Oh. She brought me coffee. We caught up. Just came by for a visit? Yep. While you were here? Yeah. She brought you coffee. Yep. She was up... probably dumping her trash in this dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> El Paso uh, weather today is going to be sunny. Look for a su- uh, windy day, though. And sunny and windy tomorrow as well. Let me just kind of specify. Today, we're looking at afternoon peak winds, 20, 25 miles an hour. Uh, In the afternoon, starting at around 3 o'clock, you're going to see those highest winds. Uh, Overnight low is going to be 58. Then tomorrow, the wind's back at it even windier, 35 mile an hour winds in the afternoon tomorrow. Still going to be sunshine, still going to be 80 degrees. We'll see the wind starting to slack off a little bit. Uh, still going to be, you know, pretty healthy 10 to 15 mile an hour wind on Wednesday. But then as we get closer and closer to the weekend, and Easter weekend, we're seeing uh, lighter winds and highs are going to remain there in the upper 70s through the mid 80s. By Saturday and Sunday, though, we could hit 90 degrees on Easter or the day before Easter. Uh, so... Yeah, dealing with some more breezy conditions, at least for the next couple of three days, and then slacking off a little bit, getting hot this weekend in time for Easter. You want to uh, check with uh, check the phone lines with me and get some messages off the neckline? Sure. Oh, my God. First of all, did you guys know Chuck E. Cheese does serve alcohol? It's been a while since I've been, but I thought that Chuck E. Cheese serves alcohol. Did, did they, somebody update us in the in app chat? In the app chat, yeah. Have, have they been doing it all along? Like, Chuck E. Cheese does serve alcohol. I know for a fact that Peter Piper does. Yeah, for sure. And I thought that I've Chuck E. I've never did. seen anybody drinking beer at a Chuck E. Cheese. Except the mouse. <laughs> Chucky's the one where they stamp your hand with that like invisible mm-hmm. ink yeah, if you're there so with the kid, so they match it up right with the kid. Well, you want that. You want that security? Yeah, but they they don't do it. At, they don't do it at Peter Piper Pizza. Oh, they put a band on you. D- oh, do they? Yeah. For the buffet. Oh yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not just to get not in. Not just to get in. <laughs> Wait, which one has a buffet? The salad bar, you mean? No, no Peter Piper, Peter has, Piper a, has a lunch delicious buffet. lunch buffet of all you can and eat pizza. And they put like a uh, a wristband on you, so you can get more. Uh huh. 
It's like CC's, but better. My kids went through a period where they really, both of them, wanted their birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese for one reason and one reason alone. To get into that thing where that throws all the tickets at you? Ticket blaster. Yeah, ticket blaster. (laughs) 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 They just wanted to try that ticket blaster because I guess, I don't know if it's only for your birthday or only if you, but they... That was the whole mission, was for them to get in the ticket blaster and grab... So they could get blasted with tickets. I think they got enough for an eraser and a spider ring. Sweet. (laughs) Is it like the grab that dough? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it is. All right, here's the uh, number to call and leave a message on the neckline. That's our recorded line. You could call anytime, and that is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. To leave a message for us, you know how it works. We'll hear the message. There's a good chance it could get played back on the air. You know, for being a comedian, this Nico guy really has a stick up his butt, man. I mean, Buzz has a point about this transgender stuff. These kids, they're like 8 to 10 years old. They don't know what decisions. Um, they don't know how severe a decision like this um, can affect them in the future. Buzz, I'm on your, I'm on your team right here, and I'm going I'm not some boomer, ignorant person like um, Nico says you are, but uh, there's people all sorts of uh, small ages that agree with you on this one. All right. Thanks for... Wait, did he say he's the okie-dokie guy? I missed that at the end. That is not the okie-dokie guy. Why is everybody saying they are Why does everybody... I think this is the copycat. Ages that agree with you on this one. Okie-dokie guy. Yeah, so this (laughs) this is smooth brain. That, that sounds like Smooth oh, Brain. Okay. Smooth right. Brain agrees with me. I don't want to be the J.K. Rowling you of are. El Paso. <laughs> I'm not saying if, look, if you're an adult and you decide you want to live your life as a different gender, or a, by all means. Go for it. Sure. But I think when we're talking about medical decisions, especially if they're ones that are irreversible yeah you know i can't say out of hand that i disagree with with saying hey wait till wait till you're 18 before you do anything a medical decision that's going to be a a non-life-saving medical decision that's going to be permanent maybe you wait till you're 18 we did have a lot of people in the app chat agreeing with you saying like they're too young and stuff and i think that's what nico and i were trying to get through to let people know like gender affirmation is important because it involves therapy and psychological help to help the individual before they make a permanent decision. So whenever you hear one of these bills in uh, Texas or Florida, you know, that's going to punish you, does that include talking it out with a psychiatrist or talking it out with a a doctor? If, if those I'm fall under against, gender-affirming care, then yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. against talking, obviously. I, I think that is uh, against the, the, in, the rules and the... But, but I'm, are you 100% no, I'm not 100% sure, sure, sure. But uh, they do say no gender affirming care. All right. Which is the care well, that I they think would we need, need to, we, making... One of the things we need to straighten out before we argue about something is what we are arguing about. Are we arguing about uh, well, going and speaking to somebody, uh, you know, a medical professional and talking? Because if that's what we're talking about, then I don't think that should be off the table. If but we're talking if, about. If it, if it falls under. Gender affirming care. Again, I don't know if that's what we need. Before you argue about something, you need to know the basics of what you're arguing about. So I don't know what the Texas bill says, or I don't know what the uh, Florida bill says. Right, but I think a lot of people, when they just hear the words gender affirmation, they're 
immediately going to cut off your whacker. Right. Yeah, sure. Which is why I say it's really important before people start arguing to make sure what are the terms of the argument. Mm -hmm. What is it that we're actually arguing about? Let me know what you think. I need to understand what you are talking about, and you need to understand what I'm talking about, and then we could have an honest uh, argument about some of this stuff. So, yeah, if they're talking about going in for psychological counseling or talking about a doctor, as long as we're talking about words, uh, I don't think that should be a crime under Texas statute. But if we're talking about hormone blockers or uh, surgery or something like that that has more permanent uh, repercussions, yeah, I could see the point of, of saying, hey, let's wait until somebody's no longer a child before you make those kind of decisions for them. Uh, let me get another call here off of the neckline. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. There's a book called Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters by Abigail Schreier. It's interesting. Interesting. I agree with you, Buzz. If a little 12-year-old boy really thinks he's a girl, don't give him puberty blockers or do any major surgeries. The same way we don't give kids alcohol or let them get tattoos because they're kids. Their brains aren't fully cooked yet. They say they know what they want, but they don't. They're kids. If that little boy still wants to be a girl when he's 18, then he's an adult, and he can become a woman if he wants to. I mean, there's a lot of transgender women who look better than real women. I'm saying just don't mess with the kids. Let them become adults. In conclusion, wait till the kid's 18 and their brain is a little more developed to do anything major. And it is rare, I'm just saying. Wait till they're adults. The same way we don't give uh, give them alcohol or tattoos. I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle when I was a kid. What if my mom had let me turn my dye my skin green and you know cut off one of my fingers so I look more like a Ninja Turtle? You can't give kids everything they want. All right, that was the actual ODG. That's real guy. ODG. That's the real ODG. That's right. You can't trick me. I know ODG's voice. Nothing magical happens when you turn 18 that you suddenly have, like, oh, I'm going to transition today. It's a pretty arbitrary line. And I know there's some, <laughs> sure, but that is the line. You could say the same thing about, you know, getting married or consenting to sex. It's an arbitrary Yeah, but none line. of those things are medical decisions. Is getting married a medical decision? This is a medical decision. Well, and say, I think, I think okie dokie guy reducing somebody's uh, gender identity to being a ninja turtle, I mean, they're completely different. Okay? The, the, somebody's gender identity is not a make up or make believe position that they kind of come to. It's something that they feel. I guess I've and it's a medical decision. I've heard in the discussion that goes on that there's some sentiment that like puberty needs to be blocked because then it's more difficult to transition. If you go through puberty as the the gen your assigned gender at birth, that it makes it more difficult. Uh, but as far as it being an arbitrary age, that's an arbitrary age for a lot of things. You know that you can vote is pretty arbitrary. Again, age. voting is not. See, see, you're you're really delving into the somebody's medical decisions here. A family and their children and their doctor are the only people who should be involved in this. True. Not you. Not the state. Nobody else besides the doctor and the, the family. 
We did get a message from the app chat from Izzy that says gender affirming care does not always include hormonal treatment or even surgery. Hormonal treatment is usually the only thing youth have access to after extensive mental and medical health evaluations. If the body that they are in is causing them so much grief that they kill themselves before they turn 18, you're going to wish that you had allowed them the opportunity to seek treatment that helped them choose life over suicide. Okay, let me let me be clear. If we're talking about counseling, if we're talking about talking things over with a psychiatrist mm-hmm. or with the you know whoever it is, I don't consider that. And I I'm not even sure that the bill in Texas are, are they talking about that? Like you can't even bring up that you might be want, want to be a different gender. Again, I think it's super important that we understand what the other side is actually okay, then, arguing Then for. look at the bill. Why don't you know what what, what you're talking you're about? Right in the controls. I can't look at the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else look at the bill for Somebody us. Look at the bill for I, us. I'm already looking it up. So uh, there, there's uh, an article out from the Texas Tribune that kind of uh, goes into it. What is gender-affirming medical care for transgender children? Here's what you need to know. Uh, leading healthcare organizations in Texas, including the Texas Medical Association, Texas Counseling Association, and the Texas Pediatric Society, say gender-affirming care is the best way to provide care to transgender children. They're not alone. The American Psychiatric Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, and others agree and have for years. What is gender-affirming care? Should I give you, like, time to read the article? No. Are you teasing it? Yeah, I'm teasing it. Oh. oh. So we're going to come back and you're going to tell us what is gender affirming. Yeah. I thought okay. that's what you wanted. Sure. Yeah, I do want that. Good call. All right. We'll find out what the bill actually says. But I do not want to be like the J.K. Rowling <laughs> of my little corner of the universe. Okay. I'm just... I I just think that it should not be an outrageous suggestion that we know, well, what does the bill say when it says gender-affirming care? What does it refer to? So we're, you know, we can still argue, but I just want to argue about things that uh, we agree in the definition of, at least. Hey, morning show. I was just calling because I got a question for you all. I was noticing, because I'm sitting here with... uh, Mary Jane, and I'm sitting here drawing while listening to the cue, and I noticed something, that every time you guys cut to commercials, you guys always say, like, oh, this is Daniel Paula, this is Veronica Gonzalez, La Dirty Sanchez, when she was there, you all would say who you are, who's playing the music, but then I noticed that right now, no one is saying anything, so it got me wondering, like, hey, who's running the show from 12 to 5, you know, the... The graveyard shift, man. So, is it Scott Ronson's goals? Because if it is, man, that's cool. But if not, I would like to know who's running the show down there. Who's the man that has to work the graveyard shift? I was just curious. You know, when you're high, you think of all these kinds of things. So, I would sure appreciate it if you can tell me how that works. All right? Talk to you all later. Bye. Well, uh, who's running the show? <laughs> I'll let you know that I I don't know who's everything, the of the but ship? I know that there's always somebody in the right. building. So we've got three radio stations that are running programming. There's somebody in the building at all times to make sure that mm-hmm. things are running smooth. 
I don't know if starting at midnight, if anybody's live. I don't think during the weekdays. So there it is. could just be all music with maybe mm-hmm. a voice track inserted in. Right. During the week. I think during the week there's no voice tracks. Oh, it's just like music and yes. maybe a like a a produced element that says you're listening to Kaylee. I think on the weekends though, Joe Pete is actually does overnight. Mm-hmm. Yes. For the, the most part, Joe Pete is the one working graveyard. Overnight graveyard, as it's called, mm-hmm. in radio for a long time was kind of like where you develop talent. You know, oh, this person might be like a really good morning person or might do a really good afternoon show. Well, you stick them midnight to 5 a.m. or midnight to 6 a.m. To really see what they got. Yeah, and let them just kind of go nuts a little bit. (laughs) That's I did it. (laughs) Daniel Apollos used to do overnights. And And do it live? I'm not sure, but he would come to this bingo that I would host, this comedy bingo, and he would go right before his shift and just hang out, and then he would Uh go to his overnight. Uh, anyway, yeah, there's somebody in the building at all time. When you're listing, there may not be a person in there. There may be, for all I know. And I'm not talking 100% of the time, but uh, I don't believe it's the the ghost of Scott Ronson. We wish. <laughs> it's, It'd be awesome. It's Joe Pete and sometimes Mario. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's take a break. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, it'll be just about 30 minutes after we have our news headlines that we'll be giving out our first cash code keyword. So listen for those keywords every day, starting at 8, around 8.15. And then for 10 hours in a row, we're going to have a different keyword every hour. Listen for the keywords and then enter them on the KLAQ mobile app. If you don't have the app, you should get it. It's a free download, but you can also... Enter the word at klaq.com if you want to do it that way. So the more words entered, the more entries into the contest. Every day we have a $2,000 winner. You could even win $10,000 just by listening for those cash codes and entering them when you hear them on the KLAQ mobile app. This portion of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. That's right. Pumping Ink Tattoos, bringing you this hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Pumping Ink Tattoos is at Dyer and Monroe. Check them out on social media or visit PumpingInkTattoo.com. Will Smith, has. this is going to get covered when Joanna does entertainment news later. Will Smith says he accepts and respects the Academy's decision to ban him from the Oscars for the next 10 years. Now, what does that mean, being banned from the Oscars? He can still be nominated for an Oscar. He can still win an Academy Award. But he cannot go to the actual ceremony. The ban also includes all other Academy events, but apparently doesn't cover, like, after parties. So if somebody wants to invite Will Smith to their after party, uh, sounds like they can do that. He gets to keep the Oscar he won this year. Nice. And the ban is not going to keep him from being nominated for future awards. The statement on Friday, members of the Academy also admitted that they fell short in their response during the ceremony and thanked Chris Rock for keeping his composure. Have you seen, like, a lot of the people commenting on this, which we're now 
Are we two weeks out from this? It's been two weeks since the slap, right? <laughs> it's been, I guess, yeah, two I weeks. I think that's eventually how oh, it feels like months of hearing about it. <laughs> it does. I, it does. Doesn't it seem like it could have happened like a year ago? Yeah. I think we'll start marking time. A.S. After slap. <laughs> We're now living in the year 1 A.S. <laughs> <laughs> after slap. But I've seen some people like, well, they need to punish Chris Rock, too. When I, I see those things, I don't punish him for what for making the joke. Right. You mean what a host, what somebody does at the award ceremonies? Everybody's slinging jokes. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that mindset. Is that if you're going to punish Will Smith, you need to as if the two things are comparable I, or on the same level. I saw an article about that about how there's uh, so many people need to say sorry. And it's like, including Chris Rock, including the producers oh, of the show. I saw that article, too. And it was like, why would Chris Rock need to apologize? Uh, you know what? The Academy I, I, needs to apologize to Chris Rock. Yeah, that's the for one. For letting it happen. That's the one. I didn't even like one of the producers of the Questlove documentary, mm-hmm. what he had to say. He called, he said, you know, Chris Rock is a, is a effing D or whatever. Because he had, when he called out Questlove, he, he said, uh, it, Produced by Questlove and four white guys, and this guy's like, I'm not a white guy, I'm Southeast Asian or whatever. That guy had just been slapped in the face in a in an assault. <laughs> right? The fact that he was able to get the award out, the fact that he didn't let the ceremony descend into how would everybody madness. else have like done that? I wouldn't have been able to continue. I would have been either crying or like trying to run after Will Smith and smack him. Right, so I, I I get. Look, your moment in the sun was kind of overshadowed by all this, but to say you didn't like the words that Chris Rock used after he had just been physically assaulted, right? Uh, I I don't even I don't even get that. You know, he he stayed up there on stage. He didn't cry. He didn't. You know, and I'm not saying cry like a baby. I'm saying when you get slapped in a moment of confusion like that, it can make tears well up in your eyes whether you want it to or not. He was able to compose himself and get on with it. I think Chris Rock deserves mostly praise for this. Uh, But anyway, the members of the Academy are saying they fell short. And Will Smith says that he accepts and respects the Academy's decision. Yeah, what else are you going to do, dude? Chris Rock had a stand-up gig on Friday where he continued not to address the slapping incident. He said, I'm not talking about that until I get paid. Also, Jada made her first public appearance since the Oscars on Saturday at a grand opening of the Rhymes Performing Arts Center in Los Angeles. And Willow Smith made a surprise appearance on Saturday Night Live with Camila Cabello. Are you interested uh, in this first day of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial that they're going to let cameras be in on Joanna? Oh, it's going to be like on court TV or something. Johnny uh, Depp's defamation suit against his ex Amber Heard kicks off today in Virginia, and you can watch the trial on court TV. And they were kind of saying like all of the people that could be called in uh, to testify, like Elon Musk. Elon, yeah. The maid who had to clean up the poo. <laughs> <laughs> the, the famous poo on the bed, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that's going to be included. 
Well, in an Instagram post, Amber Heard said, uh, I have always maintained a love for Johnny, and it brings me great pain to have to live out the details of our past life together in front of the world. So she, he's suing her over stuff mm-hmm. she wrote in an op-ed piece for the Washington Post where she named him as a violent domestic abuser, and he claims that that's not only... His claim is not only is it incorrect, it's exactly the opposite, that she was the abuser in the relationship. Who is Elon Musk going to be in for? Because didn't he date Amber Heard? Uh, he had a three-way with Amber Heard and Cara, Cara Delevingne. And I think he did date Amber Heard for a little bit. Television tonight, there's a country music award show. I assume it had been six days since the last country music award show. Boy, (laughs) you can talk about Hollywood overdoing it with award shows, but frickin' Nashville, man. They've got some kind of country music award show, I think, every week. They do? Oh, I don't see why. Every week. Tonight is the CMT Music Awards. Uh, It's going to be carried on CBS tonight, starting at, well, it says 8 o'clock, so I'm going to assume that's Eastern. Anthony Mackie and Kelsey Ballerini are your host. I don't know who Kelsey Ballerini is, but Anthony, Anthony Mackie is the Falcon. Why is he hosting the CMT Music Awards? Do you know he loves country? Does he? Who is Kelsey? With a K. K-E-L-S-E-A Ballerini. Those oh, are your hosts. He's host. a country singer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can, can you do a, is there another Anthony Mackie? <laughs> oh. oh look Kelsey Bellarini has tested positive for COVID Uh-oh. and will host the CMT awards from home uh, if only Chris Rock had had the foresight to claim he had right. COVID so he could do his jokes from home do you want me to go through whatever I had teased before yeah oh, <laughs> please do yes because we got a lot of messages and we're like three minutes so, away from news I was saying <laughs> this uh, bill in Texas I forget the number it's not of it. a it's, bill it's a, first of all it's, it's, a law it's not a law no it is an order and a letter by Greg Abbott it's essentially a, uh, uh, an executive order um Texas Senate approves bill defining transgender medical care as child abuse. Okay, uh, whichever it is, Senate Bill 1646 would broaden the legal definition of child abuse, and it would include providing puberty-blocking medication, hormone therapy, or surgery to a transgender Texan under the age of 18. And what I was trying to establish, you were saying, well, what if they're just talking about you know, uh, counseling or psychological screening and that sort of stuff and i said well i would certainly hope that you couldn't be punished for child abuse for talking about something and it it does include it so what is it it doesn't include that no uh so specifically uh that's not a law yet that just got passed by the senate but it hasn't been passed by the the texas house right this governor's order was kind of the thing that that is in operation until they can get this bill passed yes and before although this bill has been in the works for over a year uh, yeah, but there's been several bills that have tried to ban right. certain things. So Anyways, you can't get a law passed you want. The governor comes out and says, well, this is my order. And his order uh, is that there should be a reporting of instances of minors undergoing elective procedures for ge- uh, gender transitioning. Now, this is kind of... We're falling into this trap right now because uh, all medical experts agree that 
transgender children rarely, if ever, have surgeries like orectomies, hysterectomies, or mastectomies before they're adults. It is literally the harshest language possible because he wants a reaction from his side, uh, said Andrea Segovia, Transgender Education Network of Texas Field Policy Coordinator. So it looks like even uh, puberty blockers and, uh, and hormone therapy are also uh, sometimes used. But the reason that they do that is so that it gives kids time to, to, fi- to feel what it would be like and maybe if they want to go uh, later on have uh, procedures okay. or not. But, but the idea of some kind of removal of a body part or addition to a body it's part not a is normal thing. very, very... Incredible, if ever. You know, it's almost never, uh, no, it's almost never done to children. Well, I do believe reasonable people could debate whether or not a 14-year-old should have hormone blockers or should have... Yeah, but those are all reversible. So, sure. So it's about giving them a chance to maybe, you know, feel it out. Hey, here's what it feels like not to have as many of the male or female hormones. This is what, you know, life could be like without these things. It, it yeah, says I can, most of I the time... I can see a lot of people being very against that. I mean, there you got to keep in mind, there are plenty of people... Who are just against anybody, uh, right? Being transgender, anything—that's a huge block of people that vote. We're not even getting into this. Well, what kind of treatment are you talking about? Is it reversible, non-reversible? You got a lot of people who are just like, "God made Adam and Eve, not Adam," you know, or whatever. Well, so those he, people are not even in the in the right. conversation. And there's normal, yes, and even puberty blockers and hormones therapy very rarely used. The standards are to support pre-puberty pubertal youth where they are, said Celia Neville, director of the Center for Adolescent Health. There's nothing going on with the hormones or surgery. There's only living your life and being supportive of who you are. The first steps in transitioning, they say, is just, if they want to be called a different name, if they want to be called a different name, say the name. If they want... It doesn't they, sound like any of that is blocked even by the governor's order, though. If, like, if you want to ask your friends to call you she or them or whatever, actually, that it does is. not sound like it's covered. So there uh, is a... The assistant attorney... General for Texas uh, directed police to investigate a mother of a seven-year-old who wanted to be called a girl and who wanted to grow his hair out long. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Well, they got the police to investigate the mother. Why would why would you even do that? Uh, probably. I mean, I can think of a few reasons. Okay, why? Well, tell me. So a mother who to supports to your base, okay, yeah, for one thing, okay, for political reasons. There's no lo- logical reason to do this. You know, I, I guess if you were on that side, you might say we just want to hear from the child to make sure this is something the child actually wants to do and isn't being unduly influenced by by their parents or whatever. Uh, does the government have a right to do that though? In in do they have a right to find out what hair a hairstyle this person the kid wants or? What their well look if names should be or whether they're playing with Barbies and you want to you want to ask the kid you know hey we want to I, I look I don't know yeah it seems a little extreme to get police involved in something like this absolutely that that seems a little bit extreme but and then you get into the whole thing is like if somebody is a a nineteen year old athlete as a man who isn't ranked anywhere in the top one thousand and then they they transition into a female. Uh, like Leah Thompson, who's a swimmer on the collegiate level, uh, do you let them compete against the women? 
or do you require them to compete against the men? Because, again, I think this is a thing that's uh, reasonable people could could disagree on something. Well, that's like a whole that. different issue. It's a whole different issue, but it's just another one, you know, that I think we need to understand what the other side is saying. So, I don't know. Do you think if well, we got to take a break. And then we're going to do news. So just you know what? Just stew on it. I'll, I'll, I'll probably forget about it and we won't even circle back unless probably. we get calls on it. Yeah. So, if you want to give a call, you know, uh by all means, do that. But we're going to take a break. Nico Jimian has news headlines on the way next. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. And bringing us our top stories of the day, here is Nico Jimian. Good morning, Nico. Good morning. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is thanking the UK while Prime Minister Boris Johnson visited Kiev. The world leaders were photographed walking the streets of the devastated city in defiance of Vladimir Putin's invasion. Afterwards, in his daily address, Zelensky said Johnson's visit demonstrates that there are no obstacles to freedom and there are no obstacles to leadership. They were also telling reporters uh, that Russian forces are expected to intensify pressure in Donbass and in the east. Zelensky, praising the UK's sanctions, called for increased pressure on Russia and a boycott of Russian energy. Johnson warned that the UK and its partners are going to be increasing economic pressure and will move away from the use of Russian hydrocarbons. The leaders discussed the UK's long-term support of Ukraine and a new $130 million package of financial and military aid. Zelensky said the United Kingdom's leadership in providing assistance, especially when it comes to defense, will remain forever in history. Also, Kiev's mayor, uh, Vitaly Klitschko, signaled that this was an important visit. I think there's this uh, narrative kind of going around, like there, I'm hearing it, and I think you're going to hear more, this idea that America's not chipping in as much or that the Ukrainians wish that the Americans would do more, which they they might have a good point. I mean, I heard the mm. White House spokesman saying, hey, we're doing everything we can. And I get the feeling that there are a lot of Ukrainians who feel like it's kind of owed to them. And they could be right, because after the breakup of the Soviet Union, you know, we told them, hey, you're going to give up your nuclear weapons and we'll make sure that you're protected well we ne- we never thought it would have to be from russia <laughs> they always thought that they were they were going to be together forever and i i think that they're wrong i think that the united states is playing a very delicate balancing act because any direct action by us could start world war three any any way that we directly fight russia would, would well, respond but it depends on do you consider this directly Say Poland wants to give them a bunch of fighter jets. We would reimburse Poland with with fighter jets. So therefore, it wasn't our fighter jets. That's just an example of one of the things that we are un, so far unwilling to do. Because if we were giving them F thirty fives, that would be seen by Russia as us directly involving ourselves in the war. Now, uh, the same happened with Slovakia. They're giving Ukraine an S three hundred anti air defense system. Why? Because we promised Slovakia to replace theirs with a Patriot missile battery. So we can't give the Ukrainians the Patriot missile battery, but we can give Slovakia one, and they can give Ukraine their old anti-air defense system. I think one of the interesting developments in the past couple of days is that there are a couple of countries, Sweden and Finland, who want to uh, enter the inner NATO. Right. So it would there would be at least a little bit of irony that all of this it was supposed to you know this was what he said Putin 
that he was invading to keep Ukraine from joining NATO. Well, if a couple other of these buffer countries, not Sweden so much, but Finland definitely, end up joining NATO because you didn't want this other country to join NATO. Oh, it's Putin a, it's a massively failed, It's a massive failure for, for Putin. Uh, he thought that after, you know, Donald Trump was musing about ending our membership into but NATO. I'm not even sure if we need to be in NATO um, He So we seem very fractured at the point, and he probably didn't think NATO was going to have a strong response. Well, if anything, he was wrong, and this has just uh, made the partnership between everybody even stronger. Well, I think that inside uh, Ukraine there are probably a lot of people, and I think they could maybe have some good points that think that we could be doing more as much as they we want are, us to do could... the uh, the uh, no fly zone. But again, that would mean us potentially having to to shoot down a Russian uh, a fighter craft. So it, it, it's a, it's a it's a delicate balancing act when you're dealing with World War Three kind of well, problems. When you're dealing with World War Three situation, what happens when you've got a, a a mad dog backed up into a corner, which it seems like we're putting Putin into, you know? Time will tell. You might just, it might be time to get tougher. All right. Jury selection resumes today in the sentencing phase of convicted Parkland, Florida shooter Nicholas Cruz. In the first three days of questioning potential jurors, a few dozen were selected to return for another round of questioning next month. The proceedings begin at 9 a.m. The goal is to have the 12-member jury and eight alternates selected by the end of next month. Testimony is expected to begin on May 31st. Cruz, is, uh, Cruz killed 17 people at Major Stoneman Douglas High School in February 2018. Gun safety advocates and other f- uh, sources familiar with the Biden administration's plans have confirmed to ABC that the White House and DOG plan to release and finalize a new rule around so-called ghost guns tomorrow. The rule has been in the works for nearly a year and comes as the White House continues to face pressure to find ways to curb gun violence and crime. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer referencing a teen shooting death this past week outside of Bronx High School in which police say the suspect may have used a ghost gun called on the administration to go after them. I'd always thought a ghost gun is what the Ghostbusters use to take down the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> That's a proton pack. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, with, what's really interesting about that, I just saw a documentary over the past week about a ghost gun shooting competition. Uh, ghost guns now... Make it, you, you assemble it at home out of untraceable parts. Well, they're, they're 3D printed, so they're, and they're oh all God. customizable. I mean, these guns are customized on your imagination, basically. That's, that's all you need. But they were, it was kind of like a hobbyist thing. It wasn't people who were, you know... Deci- they weren't shooters that were planning to go kill anybody. They were just shooters who wanted to show off their designs to each other. And so it seemed much more like a hobbyist. Yeah, but there are probably people who also circumvent gun laws in place. You yeah, know, maybe convicted absolutely. felons, people that couldn't get guns otherwise, who who get these parts through the internet or maybe even 3D print them. Yeah, but out. what I learned was that they are not reliable, these 3D printed guns. I mean, they, they almost all jammed at this uh, shooting oh, contest. Yeah. They were all jamming. They were all having problems. You know, you might get one shot off here, one shot off there, but definitely nothing that you would want to rely on. All right, last month set a record for the most tornadoes in March in U.S. history, and now more are coming. The National Weather Service set the number of twisters at 219 or more, with more coming at the end of the month. Now, severe thunderstorms are predicted for the central U.S. and south this coming week. 
Forecasters say unseasonable. Do you hear that? Oh. Is that happening? I thought it was my headphones. No, that. No? All right, we're good. Keep going. You might need to jiggle your microphone wire. Forecasters say unseasonably Your actual cold. microphone wire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using a euphemism. I jiggle it all night. <laughs> right. Maybe you're jiggling it too much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Sore. Forecasters say unseasonably cold air over the central plains will clash with warm, humid air from the Gulf of Mexico Tuesday through Thursday. The result could be heavy rain, flash flooding, hail, high winds, and possible tornadoes stretching from East Texas to Southern Michigan. Most of the heavy thunderstorms are expected on Wednesday in the South, including storm-battered Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. Better let your mom know, Buzz. Oh, she's aware. She knows they've had some crazy weather up in Oklahoma. But it's that time of year. It's just, you know, the storm season. But it is worse. Russia has appointed a new war commander amid the country's continuing invasion of Ukraine, according to a U.S. official. The commander, General Alexander Vornikov, has a brutal record stemming from Russia's past incursions in Syria and other conflicts. He's the first Russian central war commander on the ground in this conflict. This, as the death toll in the conflict climbs, and top Ukrainian prosecutor says the bodies of more than 1,200 Ukrainians allegedly killed by Russian forces have been found in or near the capital of Kiev since the start of the Russian invasion in February. In addition to the atrocities found near the capital city, a rocket attack Friday on a train station in Kramtorsk in the Donetsk Oblast of eastern Ukraine was found to have killed 50 people, including five children. General David Petraeus was on... Uh, uh, the Today Show to talk about the significance of this new general. A rabbit foundation is asking you not to buy bunnies for Easter. The Los Angeles Rabbit Foundation says what starts as a well-meaning gesture often leads to abandoned bunnies after the novelty wears off. Families are also quick, realize quickly they aren't equipped to properly care for the prey animals. They get brutally honest when explaining the typical Easter bunnies sold illegally on the streets or in pet stores are tiny babies taken from their mothers before they are properly weaned. Many of these baby rabbits will die soon after purchase. Hardly a fun experience for kids. When you adopt a rabbit, you're making a commitment to support a small, fragile prey animal over the next 10 to 15 years. Here come Peter Cottail Hopping. What a terrible moment for this. The foundation advises people to buy chocolate bunnies instead, unless you're prepared to put in the work. If that's the case, experts suggest you research how to care for the animal before buying. Every year they have to tell people, Mm -hmm. don't buy a bunny for Easter. They live forever. 10 to 15 years. So like a dog. Yeah. You know, similar to a dog, right? Yeah. But you, a, a dog you don't get once a year every every time Easter comes around. Did you ever get a bunny? No, I got Easter uh, chicks, me and my brother. Uh, like little little chickens? Yeah, little chickens that grew up into two giant roosters. <laughs> and what was their what fate? Um, so then, Did they just like run around your yard? Because well, we, that we, sounds we, like we, a nightmare. We built a pen for them. And then they were mean. They would just bite and scratch the hell out of us every time we tried to feed them. So we just gave them to our friend who lived in Juarez, and she put them in her purse and then just went back. The whole rooster? Two. Two of them. Two of them? Yeah. 
That's a big purse. Do you think your roosters ended up being mole? Yeah, or so, like some sopa. <laughs> oh, you, you as sad. a child, understood that that was probably what was going to yeah. be their fate. Uh, yeah, I knew. They deserved it. Though. I they didn't were mean. know that my grandma had chickens. And don't make friends with them. Don't oh because you became friends with chickens and yes I love that chicken and then one day I was like where's the chicken and then my grandma was like here's you're some you're eating it so delicious I was so sad all right a pack schedule for President Joe Biden this week despite a growing amount of COVID cases affecting more than twenty D.C. lawmakers and officials. Last week, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tested positive after being close to the president on at least gridiron two club occasions. deal, man. Everybody got yep. sick of that gridiron club. I don't even know what it was. Yep. Sounds like they were playing football, but that's probably not what it was. At one point, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi shared a kiss on the cheek. Dr. Anthony Fauci weighed in on the situation on Sunday, telling ABC News that Biden could get infected, but that testing protocols keep him well protected. The White House says they will continue to test the president regularly a few times a week, but that he plans to travel a lot this month, including to Iowa and North Carolina this week. And an investigation is underway into stomach illnesses possibly linked to Lucky Charms. That's right. The Food and Drug Administration said it's looking into a link between a stomach bug and Lucky Charms cereal after hundreds reported feeling sick after eating the cereal to IWasPoisoned.com. Since the beginning of April, that's a real website. They're magically malicious. <laughs> Since the beginning of April, over a thousand people have posted to the site claiming they are having stomach problems linked to Lucky Charms. The website says this is the largest amount of reports a single product has ever received on the site. Many of the reports mention related symptoms, including vomiting, diarrhea, stomach cramps, and green stools. So you get for eating Lucky Charms. Green clovers, you mean? Nope, green stools. <laughs> one of the, I don't, I don't even remember which one, but on one of the late night roundups, they talked about this. They said, well, your first problem is you're eating marshmallows for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe a batch of bad dye or? Uh, who knows? But the FDA. Maybe um, the leprechauns are sabotaging the factory. You know, who's to say? They're magically delicious. That's what they say. The FDA is aware of reports and is looking into the matter. The FDA takes seriously any reports of possible adulteration of a food that may also call, cause illness or injury. And Lucky Charms or Lucky Sharts, which is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Lucky shart? Sharts? Like you're wondering whether you're lucky to not let it. Okay, I right, got it. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> and with the news, I'm Nico. All right. Don't get bunnies. Do not don't get, bunnies. get bunnies. Don't eat Lucky Charms. Yeah. What They're, else have we learned today? Uh, um, ghost guns are a thing. Ghost, ghost guns are real. Guns. They're not the same guns from <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joanna Barb is going to have entertainment news on the way later this hour. In about 45 minutes, we'll have another cash code keyword. Listen for those keywords every hour at about a quarter past. Woohoo! Your chance to win money. Every day there's a $2,000 winner. You might even win $10,000. Just be listening for those cash code keywords. Be ready to enter them on the KLAQ mobile app. You can also use KLAQ.com to enter all of those. 
Oh, also, I just wanted to say thank you, Caroline, for correcting me. I guess the uh, Irish pub on Fort Bliss at Freedom Crossing is still there. It's just under a different name. Oh, It's called nice. Happy's. Let's talk about uh, that for a second. So they announced that it was going to be more convenient for people to get on uh, visiting Fort Bliss. And we just noticed, we couldn't help but notice, it was after we started getting calls from Uber drivers saying that it's really difficult for them to get on. Uber Eats, you know, if if your pass expires, you got to go through this whole process. And the Uber mm-hmm. drivers were saying... You've got to have your passenger stick around with you while you renew your... Now, this is the way they were saying it was last week, but a lot of that's been changed, and I'm just wondering if it has anything to do with our show. Yeah, right. Uh, Officials at Fort Bliss said that this is an opportunity for the El Paso community to visit the installation. I would encourage anyone that visits the installation to have fun and to enjoy the facilities that we have open to the public. That sounds like exactly what we were talking about last week. Well, you know, we were talking about... After we were hearing from people, I, I haven't been on base for a few years, but the way they were talking, it was like, why would I ever go over and see a movie if I got to fill out paperwork and have them do a background check? Right. You know, why would I ever go see a movie? Well, it sounds like possibly uh, somebody might have heard that discussion and gone to some, but you know, even on the air, I said, hey, if anybody could get a, you know, is it a decision-making pl- Right, some a position general. or you know access to the top brass. You might mention, "Hey, are you sure it's a great idea to make it so hard for people to get on base?" Because we were talking about. But I was mostly talking about Uber drivers and, right. and food deliveries, making it easier for those guys. Yeah. But we were talking about Freedom Crossing and all the things that they have there and all the amenities. <laughs> you said the Irish bar is not open anymore, but it is. Uh, well, the one that I had performed comedy at when it was there it was called Shamrocks, and I had heard it closed, but I guess. Uh, Caroline from the app chat was letting me know it's just under different management. Now it's called Happies. Officials encourage the public to appreciate and take advantage of their military installation now that these passes are available. Amazing. Right. One time I went to the spirit store on Fort Bliss, and I didn't know that we needed that pass. So there we are, sitting, waiting to At get that gate. pass. <laughs> to get, just to go to the spirit store. And then they ask you, like, what's your purpose for visiting in a mall? I just want to go to the spirit store. The Halloween... <laughs> They're not flinging the gates wide open, though, to, so to speak. Like, you're still going to have to get uh, a pass that will be good for 12 months. Right. right? As of April oh, 4th, cool. those who are not affiliated with Fort Bliss will be able to obtain a 12-month recreational pass. So I assume you have to go to the gate still. You have to go into the little office. Uh, you have to show your uh, ID. You must be at least 16 years of age. And you have to pass a background check. Joey and I hear your commercials about having your cappuccino on this side of the border and going mm-hmm. over for enchiladas on the other I'll side. Go get you, delicious enchiladas. With on all the your other side. with all your uh, border hopping, have you <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about the recall against the Mexican president? I have not. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't really kept up with their Mexico politics. over the weekend held its first of its kind uh, recall referendum. On the president, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, or AMLO for short. Um, I'm just going to start calling him AMLO. Do people do that already? Yeah. Really? The way this is different, usually when you've heard of a recall, it's opponents of the person who's in office. But in this case, it was AMLO. It was President Lopez Obrador who wanted this recall referendum. Why? Um... 
Interesting. Let me read a little bit from NPR. Normally, it's opponents of an unpopular leader, but Sunday's vote was the president's idea, and polls suggest he is expected to win. He did. This was written before the the votes were counted. He won 90%, even though his opponent, but his opponents had told people not to bother voting in this, that it was just a publicity stunt. Um, while campaigning ahead of his landslide victory in 2018, Lopez Obrador pledged to let voters decide at the halfway mark whether he should stay. So they don't get four-year terms, they get six-year terms mm-hmm. in Mexico. And I guess that was part of his pledge was, I'll let you vote halfway through my term whether I should say. But opponents say that it was pure political theater and expensive. It cost a lot of money. And they boycotted it, which has something, probably something to do with 90% of the votes being in favor of uh, AMLO, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. All right, let's uh, go ahead and take a look at our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. And we're a little shy on celebrity birthdays, but today is Barbershop Quartet Day. Oh, Oh, cool, cool. We only have three people. Otherwise, I guess we could do a barbershop <laughs> quartet. Today is National Clean Up Your Pantry Day. Nice. National Pet Day. Yay. Submarine Day. Interesting. And World Parkinson's Disease Day. That's uh, that's that's what Michael J. Fox has. Uh, it is. Yes. Right. Birthdays today include very talented uh, British singer Joss Stone, who is 35 today. Love her. Yeah, Joss is great. Actress Jennifer Esposito from Spin City and Blue Bloods. Yeah. 49. You're probably a big Jen Esposito fan because you love both of those shows. Right? I, I do. She was also in NCIS. Which Wahlberg is uh, in? It's Donnie. 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 Yeah, he's like the, the off-brand wish version of Mark. Um, but she was his partner in the show. Wrestler Gold Dust is fifty three. Gold, uh, he was such a weirdo. <laughs> I remember that he was either in real life the son of Dusty Rhodes, or that was part of his fictional bio. I think he was the actual son of NWA wrestling legend Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. I use Bones back pain powder. He is the son of Dusty Rhodes. Oh, legit, the son of Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Singer Lisa Stansfield is 56, biggest hit all around the world. And Tony and Oscar winner Joel Gray is 90. He is the father of Jennifer Gray from Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Dirty Dancing. And he won his Tony and his Oscar for the same role as the MC in Cabaret. So he doesn't have an EGOT, but he does have a toe. (laughs) Tony and an Oscar. Joel Joel Gray is 90. 75 years ago in history, a notable date, 1947, Jackie Robinson signed his first contract with the Brooklyn Dodgers, making him the first black player in Major League Baseball. Oh, wow. 
he played a few exhibition games. Then his first official Major League game was against the Braves on April 15th. He did not receive a warm welcome everywhere that he played, especially as you got more and more to the rural south. Uh, the reception for Jackie Robinson was not 100% cordial. Um, but he signed his contract to play for the Dodgers 75 years ago on this date, 1947. Today, we are one week away from the tax deadline. So instead of April 15th, it's April 18th this year. But have you put any more thought into that, Nico? Yeah, I'm not sure I have to file. I think uh... you think that you just don't make enough, or you haven't been working long enough. Because you're wrong. You can. Uh, you need to file <laughs> no matter what. File. Yeah, I think I don't make enough. I think there's probably like a limit for how much you make before you have to report it. Well, you know, taxes get withheld. So if you if you get a paycheck, yeah, do you get a paycheck? Yeah, they're already withholding stuff. You probably need to find out. It's not always a bad thing. Sometimes you get money. Some people get money back from the government. No, nah, I don't trust them. I don't trust that you government don't even money. Want, you don't want their dirty money. I don't want that government money. Have you checked out that tax preparation service that I tipped you off to, like for people who don't have a lot of ex- People in your generation, really. Right. There's uh, a great option. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We've got entertainment news. Joanna's going to be bringing us that in just a moment. And in about 30 minutes, another cash code keyword. So we'll have a new cash code keyword every hour. It's going to be right in that 15 past the hour range, Mm -hmm. more or less. Enter as many cash code keywords as you can gather on the KLAQ mobile app and increase your chances to win money up to $10,000. $10,000. That's a lot of cash. Um, Donald Trump endorsed Dr. Oz in the <laughs> Senate race in Pennsylvania. There are multiple candidates, multiple Republicans who were vying to get that bit of validation from the former president. You mean it, the guy from The Apprentice endorsed the guy, guy from the from, Oprah show? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. A lot of uh, the major names and most fervent supporters in Trump world are livid about this pick because they don't consider Dr. Oz to be a true MAGA candidate. Also, they're pointing to some interviews that he did while he was on his show, one of them including Michelle Obama, and they're saying, look at him. He's not a true America first. He's interviewing Michelle Obama. He's in a room with Michelle Obama, and he's not even trying to strangle her. How could could he be a true MAGA candidate? Um. It ranges from everything to the fact that he is, you know, has a Turkish background. Oh, that's right. Mehmet Oz is his first name. That he hobnobs with Hollywood's elite and has flip-flopped on the issue of abortion. I could have been describing, except for the Turkish part, I could have been describing Trump. Hobnobbing with Hollywood elite and flip-flopping on the issue of abortion. I could be describing Donald Trump in 2016, couldn't I? Yes. Uh, a lot of the people who read Fox News and Breitbart just don't believe that Dr. Oz is a trustworthy America first Republican candidate. So, but that is the uh, that is the endorsement. Although Trump has flip flopped on his endorsements, he gave his endorsement to somebody else and withdrew it. And then in Alabama, a totally different race, he endorsed Mo Brooks. 
and then withdrew his endorsement for Mo Brooks to give it to Herschel Walker. You would think anybody with any amount of sack at all, if you're Mo Brooks, would say, well, screw you then. But Mo Brooks has basically done nothing but humbled himself and uh, really gone into cuck mode over the Trump endorsement. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I calls them like I sees them. Time for entertainment Hollywood news. Here is Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. It looks like congratulations are in order for Benifer. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are engaged again. Another Hollywood reboot. (laughs) Good for them. (laughs) Can we expect a Geely too? (laughs) Oh God, let's hope not. The (laughs) ring has a green stone with a silver band. Jennifer, our jewelers estimate that it could be worth more than $5 million, maybe even $10 million. What did you call it? Hideous. You called it hideous. It's hideous. Except why would J-Lo walk around with that hideous thing on her on her finger. Mm-hmm. The ring, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ben Affleck. Ben and yeah. Jennifer were engaged once before, if you'll remember, in 2002, but they called it off less than two years later. By the numbers, Jennifer has been married three times and has twins Max and Emmy with ex-husband Mark Anthony. Ben has been married once to Jennifer Garner. They have three kids, Violet, Serafina, and Samuel. Okay, that ring is huge, though. That gem it's a huge is ring. big it's as a knuckle. Hideous. I don't like it. But she does say it's green, and green is her lucky color. I heard for the first time, like, uh, what was behind Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod breaking up. What? Just what I heard. That it came out that he had cheated on her earlier in the relationship. Like, he wasn't currently, but there had been some kind of cheating incident that she became Mm -hmm. aware of. Because they looked like they were really on the fast track. You couldn't turn on the TV without seeing them all lovey-dovey. Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So she was probably like, all this time? Thank you very much. Goodbye. The Academy has spoken. Will Smith is banned from the Oscars for the next 10 years. The ban also includes all other Academy events, but he gets to keep the Oscar he won this year, and he can still be nominated and win Oscars while he's banned. In their statement on Friday, members of the Academy also admitted that they fell short in their response during the ceremony and thanked Chris Rock for keeping his composure. Will issued a statement saying, quote, I respect and accept the Academy's decision. Meanwhile, while doing a stand-up gig Friday night, Chris continued to not address the slap and said, quote, I'm okay, I have a whole show, and I'm not talking about that until I get paid. Life is good, I got my hearing back. <laughs> Wait a minute, like... I don't know if he's referring, like, the slap brought his hearing yeah, back, that's, or... that's what it was. Or he, it get, his ears have been ringing ever since the slap and just come back. Or did he say, I? it actually helped some previous hearing problem. It was a joke. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to analyze the joke. We know, but we're trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out the joke logic. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he slapped you so hard it took care of your... Your hearing? Your hearing, or he slapped you so hard your ears have been ringing ever since. Wow. All right. Yeah, see? See how many different ways it could go, Nico? Yeah, deep analysis. (laughs) They ought to give him an Oscar. They should for... Like, honor, yeah, for being able to stand up there and continue on. He took a Slap, Nico. Like I know. A hard one. I saw it. And then he continued like that is nothing. the sign of a good host. It's all about the show. I don't relate to these social media comments or that I see sometimes. It's like, all right, what Will did was wrong, but they should also punish Chris Rock. 
like that they the that they're, they're comparable equal. in some yeah. way, right? Somehow making a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and then getting slapped, same thing. And a lot of the people that I hear making these kind of comments are saying, "Do you know how hurtful it would be to make fun of somebody for being bald for because they have?" Yeah, it's really hurtful. It's like incredibly hurtful. I I know how hurtful it is. So hurtful. Like I see the effects of it every day to my glee. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they they often say like if somebody had cancer, would you be in favor of making fun of a pediatric cancer? Mm, Depends. That's not what she had. She had. Alopecia, right? That's no, not the same. Thing and ever. look, they were on. Uh, I think it was Bill Maher. They were showing a lot of the other jokes. A lot of the other jokes. It's like, all right, you're so wealthy. You're in the audience. You're you're a member of this elite group of people. Mm-hmm. They're going to make fun of you. And so many of the jokes had to do with looks. Yeah, Amy Schumer had done a joke like, uh, the context was, oh, the pandemic's been tough on so many actors. Look how it's aged. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Then they had a <laughs> shot of J.K. Simmons, and, <laughs> and the shot That's of right. It's funny, but it's making fun of J.K. Simmons' looks. Yeah, and he even gave a Jada Pink Pinkett like eye roll. Eye roll. But he didn't get up and slap Amy Schumer for making the joke. <laughs> do you know who I am? I'm John Jana Jonason. Who? John Jana Jonason. Joe. J. J. Jonah. Jonah. Jameson. Jameson. That's what I said. Yeah, it's great. Sam Elliott expressed his regret for voicing strong criticism for Jane Campion's Western The Power of the Dog on Sunday afternoon, extending apologies to Jane Campion herself, Benedict Cumberbatch, and the gay community. The gay community? Yes. Sorry. I, uh, gu- I guess he had, uh, he, he says in a, a further statement that uh, the gay community has been a big part of his career. I mean, my entire career before I got started when I was in this town, friends on every level and every job description up until this day, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I hurt any of those friends and someone that I loved and anybody else hurt by those words. Oh, interesting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's like this weird reverb on this. It sounds scary. Yeah, that one sounds different than the other one you used. <laughs> Well, with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Oh, I have one more story for you, Joanna. Okay, make it quick. We got a break. Kim Kardashian gets a nearly perfect score on the baby law exam. Oh, okay. She finally passed the baby bar after her fourth. This was her fourth try. Right. But oh, good for she her. got a near perfect score, and her essay was chosen as a selected answer, meaning good it'll be used her. as a model for future students. Um, real quick, uh, the Masters yesterday, Texas Scott, Texan Scotty Scheffler won at the Masters yesterday. <laughs> Tiger Woods uh, finished off the pace, but he did play all four uh, days of the round, finished, I think, at 13 over, and has said that he does intend to play in the British Open coming up in a couple of months. So uh, that kind of wraps things up from the Masters this year. Scotty Scheffler. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We uh, need to get into today's true crime report, which will include a Florida man game today. Actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. A shopping mall employee had to be tased and arrested after assaulting a police officer. This happened Thursday in Illinois. 
the mall employee was the guy dressed up as the Easter Bunny to have his picture taken with the kids. Oh, no. Okay, so the Easter Bunny had to be tased and arrested after assaulting a police officer. He was not, however, in costume when it happened. Okay. So the kids weren't treated to that traumatizing sight. Thursday night at St. Clair Square Mall in Fairview Heights, Illinois, is just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Police say that the employee was dressed as the Easter Bunny earlier in the day, but had changed out of his costume when the altercation took place. The altercation? Also, this report doesn't say what led up to it, just that he assaulted a female officer around 7 p.m. and then started running through the mall. Police ended up having to tase the runaway bunny to get him into custody. (laughs) Well, the guy who dresses as the bunny. Uh Better smell delicious. He could face felony charges for the assault on the officer. No word yet from the mall or the company they work with for their Easter Bunny meet and greets. <laughs> do you think you contract that work or do you just like, hey, if anybody wants to pick up some extra hours, put on this bunny costume and sit there with a bunch of kids? Yeah. I don't think it's like the Santas where there's like a whole industry for like them. a union. Yeah. Like union Santas. Unclear if the mall has found a replacement bunny yet. What a night this guy had in our next crime story out of Pennsylvania. He broke into a diner. Okay. He stole an entire cheesecake, and his night was just getting started. Okay. 38-year-old Robert Dugan broke into a diner outside Philadelphia. This happened at 4.30 in the morning last Thursday, and he stole an entire cheesecake. Mm. Was he watching Golden Girls? He also took off with half a prime rib roast. All right. But Yeah, go for the high ticket items. He was just getting started. 90 uh-huh. minutes later, he showed up at an adult toy store about a mile away called Adult World. Right. And he trashed the place. He was shirtless by the time he got to the adult store. Okay. And he broke the sign out front with a baseball bat. Then he started smashing the windows and shattering the glass door in the front. He was about to go inside when a female employee who was there screamed at him and chased him off. Oh, my gosh. Then he ran to a nearby Costco, but police caught him before he got to the Costco. (laughs) (laughs) He's facing charges for multiple crimes, including felony burglary. I don't know. I just there were so many parts to yeah, that. I all... thought some part of it was going to end up being really, really funny. <laughs> all right. I mean, did he take it all together? It's quite funny. Did he still have the cheesecake and the half of prime prime rib roast? This is my to dinner the... tomorrow. And uh, finally. Joanna and Nico get pens and paper out because we're all ready to play right. the Florida Man Woo! game. Florida man, Florida man, bodily harm. Florida man, Florida man, who's doesn't trees, who plays balls that are full of bees, who tries to fight every cup he sees. Florida man, Florida man. You can play along at home. 
I'm going to give you a headline involving a Florida person. It's not always a Florida man, and that is the case this week. It is actually a Florida woman story, but I'm going to leave out one key word or phrase, and your job is to correctly fill in the blank. All right. Joanna, are you ready? Yep. Nico, are you prepared to write down your answer? Let's do it. All right. Here's the headline. Florida woman uses pet blank as a weapon during domestic dispute. Mm. Again, Florida woman uses pet blank as a weapon during domestic dispute. All right, the think music right. is playing. I see Nico writing down. Joanna, do you? I'm going to write down an alternative in case Joanna says mine. Okay. Have you got one down, Joanna? I do. Oh, yeah. wow. That didn't take long at all. Let's go back and get our answers. All right. We'll start with Joanna. <laughs> Joanna, Florida woman uses pet blank as weapon during domestic dispute. I went with pet snake. Snake. I Just seems very Florida. Good answer. Yeah, Good I answer. Good answer. Alligator would be too obvious. Well, I'm going with alligator. You're going with alligator? <laughs> Nico, you say she used pet alligator That's as right. a weapon? Because it has a long tail. I think it would be a good bat. Unfortunately, <laughs> no. no. Neither Not? of us. Ah. Was no. it her pet meth? <laughs> that was my other answer. That is kind of like a pet rock. <laughs> Maybe it was a pet iguana. Don't they have iguanas that freeze and fall out of the tree? Oh, yeah. and they're <laughs> Pet rock, yes, <laughs> it is a rock. Florida woman used her pet cat as a weapon oh, during a domestic no, dispute. No, Joanna. Oh my God, I wonder how she grabbed. I mean, I think I could picture. As that. a cat expert, Joanna, does that sound? I'm gonna assume she grabbed it by the torso, right? You ready and for the details? The claws. Yes. The 53-year-old uh, woman near Clearwater, Florida, was named Susan Frudenthal. And she got into an argument with her girlfriend. Mm, okay. And uh, she ended up getting arrested after using her cat as a weapon. She and her girlfriend were arguing. It sounds like the uh, girlfriend was accusing uh, Susan of cheating on her. Oh, no. So Susan held up their cat and swore on the cat's life that she hadn't cheated. Okay. So already the cat's a prop in this. <laughs> Soon cat. to become a weapon. <laughs> she shoved the cat in the girlfriend's face, oh, no. which freaked the cat out. So it went into attack mode. So she just hey, threw I'm, a cat at her face? That's not the... <laughs> That's not the kitty I wanted you to rub in my face. Oh, Buzz. Because they're, they're lesbian. Because yes. they're lesbian. Yes. Yeah, right. got it. All right. <laughs> anyway, she's brandishing the cat, and she shoves, it into, <laughs> she shoves it into the girlfriend's face. The cat freaked out and started going into attack mode. Police say that the girlfriend, name not given, had multiple lacerations on her face when they showed up. They arrested Susan, the cat wielder, for domestic battery. In the police report, they listed under type of weapon used, feline. 
Weapon, feline. God, girls can be so catty sometimes. Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Susan claims that she's the true victim because she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't cheat as she was being accused of doing, but she got arrested for domestic battery back in March of 2020. You know who's the real Those charges here. were eventually dropped, though, but it's not clear if it was the same girlfriend or not. You mean the cat is the victim? The cat is the real victim here. Yeah. Joanna, is it normal for cats to scratch their owners? I guess. I mean, look at my hands. I was just going to say, I've seen Joanna's hands, and they all have. <laughs> One of them I will attribute is Nico's fault. Because he got me that hoodie with the... A cat pouch. A cat pouch. Look, if you're in a lesbian relationship and you and your girlfriend get in an argument, don't just immediately go shoving your kitty right <laughs> in her face. <laughs> you might think that's going to be the thing to do, but we can tell you right now, it definitely is not. <laughs> so, sad, sadly, no winners today oh, on the Florida no. Man game. I'm sorry. Cat. Cat. There you go. Oh man. Florida, Florida woman. Man. It was in the song. A rat. Florida, Florida man. Florida, Florida woman. Dreams. Slave room meat. Who gave Marco Rubio, Rubio a set at seat? Florida man. Florida man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Hey, Joanna, did we ever find out why Chris Pine was uh, spotted at L&J Diner other um, than he was hungry? I don't know if I know. I think people, other people know maybe why he was in town. Oh, there's a post from Monica that says. Oh. What does it say he was here for? Boots. A fine pair of boots. We should have guessed. El Paso is the boot capital of the world. Yeah, but normally you, I guess if maybe if you want to, if they're going to be custom fitted, you got to go in and have them custom fitted. You come into town. I know that a lot of people get boots while they're in El Paso doing something else. Uh, Monica's article says it turns out actor Chris Pine was in El Paso to pick up a pair of custom made boots. They don't deliver. <clears throat> I don't know. You know, if they're depending well, on how custom, custom they are, you just want to. Maybe he really was hands-on in the process of his custom-made boots. Oh, that's a good point. El Paso is known as the boot-making capital of the world. Hmm. (laughs) Do you disagree with that? (laughs) No, I think the boot-making capital by volume is probably some sweatshop in Asia. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's not a bad answer. You're not wrong. But famous brands include Tony Lama. Lucchese. Lucchese. Rocket Buster Handmade Custom Boots. Rocket Buster Handmade Custom Boots. And even Caboots. Ka-what? Caboots. Caboots. Jeff Bezos has some pretty badass looking boots there. Okay, we'll go and check that out. (laughs) KLAQ.com. Also, take a moment of your time and look at this little girl's birthday party. <laughs> little birthday girl has Selena-themed party. But pay attention to the pinata. It's not a Selena pinata. The pin- pinata is of Yolanda Saldivar, the yeah. person who shot and killed Selena. So, in searching for this, 
I found out that's a that's not an uncommon theme. They actually sell supplies for like a Selena themed birthday birthdays. party for a little girl. Yeah. And, but this one, it feels like. Do they also include the Yolanda Saldivar? No, no, no. I, didn't, I didn't find those mass produced. Somebody, <laughs> somebody put this together. Look at her going to town. That's our custom. Oh my God, <laughs> that's great! The little girl out there. She's in, wearing the purple outfit that Selena wears. Yeah. that's amazing. She's got heels on. She's got her hair up. She makes a great little Selena, and she's just whacking the hell out of the pinata yeah, that looks like wanna, Yolanda Saldivar. She beat yeah, the you smile don't off. You have to hit Selena. Hit the girl that killed her. I've always thought that's weird that you have for the pinata for little kids Your their favorite, favorite character. character. Something you love. Yeah. It's like if you're a little kid, you don't want to beat up Ninja Turtles or Batman. Yeah. You want to beat up Shredder or the Joker or your it's bedtime. A good point. There is there are like a lot of videos where the kids don't want to hit the pinata oh, yeah? because it's like their favorite character. So one of them didn't want to hit Spider Man. When my daughter was two, I think I've told this story before. I'm I'm just repeating my stories. That happens in <laughs> old age. We we had two candles, SpongeBob and Dora the Explorer, okay. because those were her two favorite cartoons. <laughs> so we go to light whichever one we were going to light first, and she pitches a fit because we're setting Dora you can't on fire. Set Dora on fire. <laughs> I mean, she she was only turning two, so she really couldn't articulate, but she got her point across. <laughs> Quit setting door on fire, bastards. <laughs> Nico uh, has, I think we can work in tandem here. You've got an article of people sharing stories, and I also want to give out the phone number in case anybody wants to call about this. The number is 915 that's 915-910-4995. Uh, put you in touch with us. So it's about breakups. Right. Somebody on Reddit posed a question. What was the weirdest reason you've broken up with somebody? And a lot of people were happy to chime in. I found a, a, uh, an article that's a little more specific asking, what's the pettiest reason? Ooh, that's good. Ever, and I've, I think that was a, a theme in Seinfeld was like they would break up really really you know over very, very petty especially things. jerry yeah she's a close talker <laughs> <laughs> uh give me a few of the weird reasons not necessarily petty but weird. not necessarily petty but just weird uh one person wrote he burped in my mouth while we were kissing Ugh. on purpose um that doesn't, or doesn't matter i'm not sure it matters does it matter if, if it was, if on, it was purpose, on purpose, that's even more of a reason. To but if it was on accident, he just was opening Sometimes his mouth. Sometimes you can't. Oh, that. <laughs> Ew. What if she could like taste? Better out than then. I always say that was my Shrek. That was your Shrek. Do it again, please. Better in than out. Better <laughs> out than in. I always say. I'm flipping backwards, man. Um, somebody else wrote in. <laughs> somebody wants puzzle advice. What kind of puzzle advice do they want? Um, I think he'll be completing his first 1,000 piece. Oh, hold on. Let me get this one. We're going to hear <laughs> oh, some more yeah. about puzzles. We have to take this. <laughs> All right. Who do we have here? Raul. Raul. Hi, Raul. A.K.A. Quizmaster. Raul, what's going on? <laughs> um, 
Recently, my wife got uh, a thousand-piece puzzle for me and my daughter to do, mm-hmm. and much like agreeing with you, I never thought I'd call in and say that I wanted advice from Buzz, but here <laughs> I am. Um, I just wanted to know if you had any tips uh, on how to complete a thousand-piece puzzle. What What is the puzzle of? Uh, it's just random. Um, I have a daughter; she's six years old, and kind of got like unicorns and a bunch of other random stuff. And... But it's a thousand pieces, so like way yes. way advanced for a six year old. Um, I would say get all the pieces out, have them all turned up the right side. You might start, you know, simple advice. You might start off with the edges. They're going to be the straight. They're going to have straight edge, and then you just kind of piece those together. You got the frame of the puzzle, and you just kind of know what what the universe is you're working with. Oh, okay, Raul. Um, I have yeah. a question for you. Uh, do you do you look at the cu- picture of the completed puzzle to help you and your daughter figure it out, or do you I, just put that to side? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what nope. I do. Yeah. I have that's a must. Yep. For me, at least. Well, best of luck. It sounds like a delightful time with a dad and his little girl. So I I hope you enjoy it. it You're gonna it find is, yourself uh, very... and welcome to the exciting world of puzzling. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've always enjoyed puzzles since I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, I love putting them together. My, thought, my I'm glad my daughter does too. My wife is not, so it's something that her and I definitely share. Uh, nobody will do them with me except my mom. When my mom's not here, nobody, I, nobody in my sphere is interested in working a puzzle with me at all. Well, I would be semi glad to do so with you. <laughs> and here. Sure, semi-glad. invite me over. Yeah, I'll join. I'll join the fam and sit down and work that unicorn puzzle with you. All right, thank you, Raul. All right, All right appreciate Have it. Have a good one, bud. Other weird reasons: burping in someone's mouth. Okay. Yeah. Never. If it was an accident. I never wipe food from his mouth after eating. I can't even smell Doritos without gagging. I feel like I've had that complaint from most of the, <laughs> most of my romantic partners. Romantic partners, coworkers, coworkers, co-workers. <laughs> Brandon. Us. <laughs> oh, every day it was something. Either I had a little beer, a little uh, mustard on my beard, or like- I had it. Some for some reason you like to eat like and then nibble small little things and then you end up with those particles just he likes all, to all keep over. Like your... a little bit in his beard for like snacking <laughs> for later. <laughs> I mean, if that's grounds for breaking up, I just better get used to being alone. Forever. You better find someone who's okay with it. Yeah. Like probably your current girlfriend. No, she's not. <laughs> no, yeah. Somebody else wrote in. I saw their feet. I just hate feet, not just theirs, but everyone's. If I see anything from the ankle down, I'm disgusted. Well, okay, then, well, wait a, a second. A lot of people have feet. Shouldn't yeah. have been much of a surprise. I told them about this a few times. Keep your socks on, and we're good. Didn't listen. Once you see their feet, <laughs> it's a complete turnoff. It's a complete They're gonna have to game ender. Date somebody who has no feet. Yeah, how are you ever going to have a long relationship right. person? Most people have feet. feet that you have to see at some point. I assume showering, There's, unless you wear shower socks. Do you know what would happen if somebody had their their feet removed? What? What? They'd be two feet shorter. <laughs> now let's just let it hang. <laughs> Give me another one. Um, he was too tall for me. The difference in height and had a very negative impact on the quality of our sex life. And I oftentimes don't like the proportions of tall men. And it makes them instantly unattractive to me. Boy, that's... Wow, that's uh, like the complete opposite of what a lot of women want. Right? 
What do you mean the proportions of tall men are bad? It's been a few <laughs> years since I was on anything like Tinder, but I remember seeing And I felt bad for guys. It's like, if you're under 5'10", don't even bother responding. Oh, some this. of the it's girls' like, profiles. Holy crap. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know it's not racist, and I know it's not ageist, but it's something. Where, where you're <laughs> it's like, bodiest. If, if yeah. you are under 5'10", 5'10 is the average height of American First men. of all, good luck finding 5'10 in El Paso, girl. But when you're just like, if you're under 5'10, I would never entertain the idea of you being a romantic partner. Just seems very unfair. Short sighted. Yeah, short sighted. There you go. <laughs> Six foot one, by the way. Six foot two. Yeah. Really? You're taller than Buzz? I am totally yeah, close. he hunches. You can't tell. Like it will walk in, you and he looks shorter hunch. than me because he's kind of a I hunter. Do. Yeah. Why do you hunch? I don't know. I think it's like part from texting. Posture, and, Nico. Posture. You know, my neck is actually hurting a lot. Sit up straight. It hurts. Buzz, what about some of the petty reasons that you found? Uh, so this was somebody asked people online, "What's the pettiest reason you've rejected somebody?" Um, he held his knife like a pen. <laughs> she had a live love laugh sign on her living room wall. Uh, yeah, that's great. That's one of the what's so, what, those commercials up. you might be turning into your parents. parents. It's like no fussin', no <laughs> no mussin', no cussin'. He didn't use pillowcases. He owned them but never actually <laughs> put them on. That's pretty petty. Well, yeah. Why aren't you putting the pillowcases on the pillow? I didn't like all the spelling mistakes she was making. Sometimes that is a lot. I'm laughing at that one because there's a similar thing. Like, I... there, there. Listen, this wasn't the reason I gave. Oh, for the spelling mistakes. Right, but... I just could not imagine being with someone potentially for the rest of my life who pronounced supposedly, supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> you broke up with a girl because she said supposedly? Like I say, <laughs> it wasn't the sole factor. Supposedly. But it was, it was kind of the camel, that, the straw that broke the camel's back, uh-huh, so to speak. Uh-huh. Supposedly. <laughs> Here's one that I feel like could be even though it's not true people could say about me petty reason they broke up with somebody he refused to eat any kind of vegetable at the age of 25 yeah that could that could refer to you potatoes uh, a vegetable right it's a what t- green vegetables do you enjoy spinach do you okay that's a vegetable raw or cooked oh like out of a can like popeye oh, okay. like popeye yeah this one also might apply to you i found another one Took him to a concert and he tapped his knee off beat. I had to break up. <laughs> he couldn't keep up with a beat. Here's a petty reason. A girl said he, she broke up with a guy. He dropped something and said, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> that is petty. <laughs> whoopsie. <laughs> nah, I can't be with that guy. Hi. Met a girl in college, uh-huh. and she was attractive. Uh huh. And I believe she was into me. Okay. But I had to nip it in the bud. Why? 
She had the same first name as my mom. Uh, and I just could not weird. see that. Hey, Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> what if she was okay, like, being called something else? Cheryl's? No, I've heard Puzz's dad call his mom. The- Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh, right, because you, he's answered the phone before. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we speak to Buzz's mom? All right. Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, that would But she didn't have a nickname or anything? Not that I was aware of. This person says, <laughs> hey, let me give out the phone number. What is a weird reason or a petty reason, we'll accept both, that you might have broken up with somebody or ended a relationship? I once had a relationship ended, get a load of this, because I wasn't sufficiently a big enough fan of the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> that's right. You've heard that's, this one Yeah, before? that's true. I've heard this one. <laughs> That's a pretty like when I found reason. out this girl really loved Dave Matthews, and can I be honest with you? Yeah. I hate Dave Matthews. I, I hate the Dave Matthews band, Did but you? I liked her enough. I was like, you oh, yeah, chance. they're really good. You were willing good. to tolerate it. I was willing to even say that I would go to concerts, but then at one point she's like, you know, I don't want somebody who's a casual fan of Dave oh. Matthews. What she didn't know is with a white hot passion, I hate the Dave Matthews I wasn't band. even a casual fan. She's like, I need somebody who's going to be excited to go and maybe follow him around. For oh my no way! No way! Somebody <laughs> right. to follow. I can't Matthews imagine. I can't be with somebody who's not at least close to as big a fan of Dave, Dave Matthews <sighs> band as I am. What do they oh call Dave Matthews fans? Deaf. <laughs> uh, so here's the phone number. It's uh, once again nine one five nine one zero four nine nine five. If we get any calls on this weird reasons or petty reasons you broke up with somebody, that'd be fantastic. If you can't call in but you want to call the neckline, that's always an option for you. Toll free neckline. You can leave a message about anything anytime at eight four four eight zero five neck. That's eight four four eight zero five six three two five. And more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Another cash code keyword about 30 minutes from now, every hour through the 5 p.m. hour at a quarter past, we'll give you a cash code keyword or phrase. Enter as many as you can on the KLAQ mobile app so you can have as big a chance as possible to win some of this money. Thousands of dollars being given away. $2,000 every day to one winner. Possibly $10,000 could be yours. So get your share of it. Um, let me take this uh, call, see what it's about. Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hey, Buzz. How are you? Doing good. Uh, here... This is real nostalgic for me. It says here, Jesse, that you need help finding a song. Yeah, I was I was wondering if you guys would be able to play that song. It comes on on your commercials, like right before you guys go off. It's I honestly don't know anything else other than what you got what you guys put on, and it's the wait one more time. Yeah, how, how, it's that one. How does it, it go? Goes, no. Do you know? Do you know? No, I'm not familiar with that one. Oh no no! That one? Yes, that one. That is not one that I did. So, but I do know what that is. Like I, I do a lot of these 
elements myself. Okay. But that was from a comedy duo uh, called, what the hell were they called? The Sklar Brothers. No, 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 no. Shut up. Abbott and Costello. No, shut up. <laughs> uh, Great White North. The Great White North. There's a song called The Great White North. Bob and Doug McKenzie. So they were. Uh, it was Doug. a skit they did on Second City TV, and it was super popular. And Getty Lee even does vo- vocals on it. So the song you're looking for is "Great White North" by Bob and Doug is McKenzie. It, is it possibly this? Oh, okay, okay. Well, I was I was just wondering if you guys would be able to play that for us because we're listening to your morning talk show right now, and I was just seeing if you guys would be able to play that or something. <sighs> I don't know if I want to commit to playing the whole thing, but let me. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's the thing. You guys can play or whatever. You know, I don't. I don't really mind if it's the whole song, but. uh, (laughs) But I'm just. I'm I'm thinking other people might. Yeah. Uh, Let me see what I can do. I'll see if I can get some of it on. All right. Thanks, Jesse. Yes, sir. You have a good day. All right. We'll see you. When I was in high school, this song was out. It was actually they would play it on the top forty station. Take off to the great wide north. Really? Yeah. Was it pretty common for people to call in wondering about songs and asking like, was that like a big ninety percent of all the phone calls we got? <laughs> I still get More calls people, like that sometimes, but not not very many. Now you got Shazam, and then they'll tell me like. Well, it played around this time, and it was this this other song played. And it like goes like this, it, and, it go, and, yeah, and it's like, uh, 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 and I'm all, that does not help me at all. I am not Shazam. Part of the problem <laughs> right? of finding this is that okay, so second, hey, City, Rick Moranis, yeah, it's Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Oh wow, uh, did these characters, but it was Second City TV, SCTV. That's Saturday Night Live, except from Chicago, so it's a skit show. And they did a bunch of these. It was, re, you know, recurring characters. So to find the actual, maybe this one with the picture of Getty Lee on it. Oh, they made a whole movie called Strange Brew. And it was one of the first movies on, like, pay, like on HBO. Oh, really? Yeah. I must have seen it a hundred times. God, I wonder if this is going to be it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I don't Adorable. know. I, I feel like it interrupting. This has a real Wayne and Garth vibe kind of to it. But they, this was definitely way before Wayne and Garth. They're on a couch. Yeah. Talking about being from Canada. We're from Canada. And liking <laughs> beer. Sorry. And liking, uh, you know, back bacon. See, uh, who called in? Maybe you're getting the idea of why I was a little reluctant to commit to playing the whole thing. <laughs> right. I Although mean, it was a big hit, and they played it on the radio, and you could call in and request it, and they'd play it. I'm going to say circa... Can you put that Rick Moranis song on? Circa 1983 or 4, something like that. Know. Oh, did you yeah. guys not... Not, I wonder who did that because I I remember thinking like who randomly put Bob and Doug McKenzie in some of the morning show imaging. Yeah, who would have done that? Probably Brandon. Yeah, probably Brandon. It wasn't me though. Do you know any? Can you name anybody else who came from uh, SCTV? Eugene Levy, Levy, Eugene yep. Le- Levy. Yep. Uh, I think Catherine O'Hara. Yep. 
John Candy was a big one. Yep. Uh, Martin Short. Oh, yeah. Martin Short was a Second City TV. And a lot of times the Second City TV guys would end up going to Saturday Night Live. So there's kind of a pipeline. In Chicago, it's Second City, and in L.A., it's the Groundlings. It is, yes. And you also have an Upright Citizens Brigade now, or UCB. Who was the guy? What was the name of the guy? There are some of them that I don't remember all that well. There was, you know, there was the guy who was uh, like Uncle Floyd, the late night horror TV show. Pretty scary movie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm completely thrown off. There were a few other things I was going to talk about. Oh, you wanted me to play back this call that I was reluctant to play back. Oh, please play fact- it. God, I, this was my perfect excuse to say that I forgot. I, you know what? What's I'm going to play because it's talking all about personal stuff having to do with my junk that I'm not <laughs> cool about talking. You know, I'm not comfortable. Come on. We put your junk out there all the time. What they're saying is, what the caller is saying is that something that was said on the air made them think that I don't practice good... Safe sex. Sa- sexual hygiene. Oh and I is just want to tell you, nothing could be nothing could be further from the truth. Listen to me. Stop laughing for a minute, you hyena. And you dolphin. Nothing could be further from the truth. And I don't know how it got put out there that I, I'm not a proponent of good sexual hygiene. I definitely am. Okay. Hey guys, morning. So I chimed in, and uh, you know, it's just crazy to to, uh, to hear that buzz. It's just he's it's so he's so baffled by, you know, asking somebody to get an STD test in 2022. It's just pretty weird. And then I started remembering, like I remember I tuned in one morning, and then he started talking about, oh, why would you, uh, you know. Trim your 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 parts down there unless you were sexually active. I don't know something like that, and I was just I was just remembering like man, Buzz Buzz is probably one of those guys that just doesn't as far as sexual health and I don't know maybe he's, the hygiene. I don't know. I just didn't know why he had a problem with trimming down there, dude. Uh, Buzz is one of those guys that leaves a uh, long pubic hair on the God. toilet seat. That that's Buzz. Um, so like oh God, uh, I just. I, I don't know. Please get Buzz a, a test there. Good. And I'm sure he'll think of something with you to say because he's a, a smart ass. Um, but, Damn. Uh, you know, yeah, get an STD test, Buzz. Oh, turn off your radio in the back, dude. All right. I can tell you what, what specifically I said. Oh you God. guys said, like, as a given, that anytime you start dating somebody new, if we didn't physical, say a given. We just said it's a very normal very thing. Common. A normal thing yeah. for a new couple. Hey, we're thinking about yeah. having sex. Let's both go in, like, together on a date. It doesn't we have to be together. together. Yeah, we didn't we say just that. said it'll get tested. It, it seems very weird to me that you would. Get an STD test ever? Yeah. No, that you would do it like, hey, we're dating. Let's when would you in. get it? After it's burning? Yeah, probably, right? That's too late. That's too late, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there are all kinds of things they just do regular tests on, right? Anytime you go get a physical? Nope, they don't do that. They don't? Unless you ask. you got to specifically say, hey, well, test. First of all, you need to get a physical more than ten, every 10 years. And uh, yeah, STD test, man. It's normal. I think I was specifically responding to the, that you guys thought it was a common thing. For a couple 
who, before they're going to have sex, to say, we are both going to go. Not together. We didn't say go together. We said it's common for new couples to say, you should get an STD. But I want to see I the I guess test. I'm filling in the rest of that. I would assume the thing is then you swap test. What did you just say? Hey, did you get the test? Is it negative? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you don't have to produce the evidence of the know. test? I don't know. Whatever the, you whatever guys decide. Whatever you're comfortable yeah. with in the, with the person I'm not comfortable with, with any of it. Of not, getting tested at all. Well, not yeah. talking about it, not yeah. even talking about it. You should probably talk you about it. You should probably talk about it more and get more comfortable. Hey, you got We're going to uh, have to give you that talk that they give you in high school with every time you have sex with somebody new, you're having sex with everybody, everybody they, they had, had sex, sex with. with before you. Okay. I guess what I'm saying is I don't know how I would bring up to a a, a romantic partner or even a potential romantic partner Hey, do you have any raging sexual diseases you want to let me know about? You don't ask like that. You say, hey, have you been tested? Tested for what? Let me play devil's advocate here. I'll be like, this is how I would re- expect the response right, to go. Let's pretend it's Test- happening. Okay, you're me and I'm the chick, okay? Okay. Go ahead. You're the chick asking. Oh, I thought you were saying, no, I'm saying I could never be the one to ask. Okay, say- I'm, I'm asking. Hey, have you been tested? What kind of girl do you think I am? I never want to see you again. That's what I would imagine. Really? Go and down then, like. In my mind, I would be like, oh my God, what is this chick hiding? Thank God we didn't have sex. I'm so glad that we didn't have sex. I don't know. It just seems like a way out of bounds question. Now, you pretend you're a regular buzz and I'm a regular girl in 2022. Ask me. Hey, about- uh, you know, things have been going good. Mm-hmm. Like, I bought dinner like four times in a row, so I figure we're going to bump them up before too long. Uh, just level with me. Gonorrhea, SIF, AIDS. Well, you what know, do you got? It has been a while since I've got tested. How about we both go get tested before we take this further? Yeah, that was a good, that was really good, Jenna. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, well, it just turns out that I did get tested yesterday. I'm clean, so why don't you go get tested and report back? Sure. Yeah, well, sure. show me your results. Uh, now you got to show results, right? Well, depending on what you guys are comfortable the with. The whole thing We're sounds so very, behind. very okay. bizarre. Very bizarre to me. But It happens. Well, callers think you should get tested. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, fine. Like what, a blood test? What even shows up in a blood test? A lot of other things, probably. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, all right, got to wrap up the show today. Just mind your own business from now on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's my advice. That's my love advice. And don't try to force somebody to l- love Dave Matthews if they don't love Dave Matthews. You can't judge somebody on just one criteria. Stacy. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we've got more of the. No, we don't. We're done. We, we do have a password or uh, a cash code keyword coming up. Have a great one, everybody. I'm all flustered and discombobulated. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long.